Welcome to PowerPlay. I'm Rick Budd, and in Port Ruby, I'm the Game Master. What you're about to hear is the audio from our Twitch stream. If you'd like to watch the show, it's live on Sundays at 5 p.m. Pacific on Twitch TV slash QTimes, or you can catch up with our archives on YouTube. For more information, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG. Hello, and uh, welcome to PowerPlay, uh, Season 5, Episode 3, um, which, if I am counting correctly, not counting our Q&A episode, is the, you know, if you include all the one-shots and the Origins episodes, all the story episodes we have done, just without the Q&A, this is our 50th PowerPlay, I believe, um, I, I, if, I, if I count that correctly. So... Uh, Thank you all for, for taking this ride with us. Um, I am Rick Budd, your Game Master, and uh, uh, these uh, four lovely and talented people are uh, B. Zelda, our Ulez Galli, Omar Najam, our Vion Vigor, Sam DeLev, our Caden Bialto, slash Cadrax, and uh, uh, Caitlin Bruder, our Benny Beckett. Um, hey, y'all. And uh, I want to throw a special thanks out to Jake and Lauren and the mods uh, um, and everybody at Q Times. Uh, we could not do uh, what we do if you did not do what you do. So uh, thank thank you for doing what you do. We love you. Um, and uh, your subs and your bits help support Q Times and keep this whole platform here uh, available for all the awesome stuff they do. And there's like lots of great stuff going on in Q Times. So check out some of the other shows too. And uh, your donation to the tip jar, uh, go towards uh, the people you see on screen right now. That is our Feed the Cast Fund. And uh, to that end, we've got some rewards as usual. Here's how they work. Uh, if we get to $50, uh, the team gets a point of community determination. Right now, they have two points of community determination, but they have absolutely no determination outside of that. So determination going at a premium. And the players use those troubles. Um, if we get to $150, uh, oh, my God, I'm being told we have already hit goal number one. Uh, wow. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, wow. We, we love y'all. Um, y'all have been so incredibly generous with us. We love being able to pay this cast for the time and y'all have just been incredible showing up for us for all these 50 episodes, uh, that we have done. So thank you so much. Um, uh, so yeah, if we get to 150 episodes, the mysterious benefactor in game, our team has a mysterious benefactor who sends them a youth useful gifts that sometimes they even remember that they have and can use. Um, outside of the game, we know that that mysterious benefactor is you, the chat. Um, and tonight, uh, chat can provide the team with a one-day gym pass, which will add plus one to any physical attribute not to exceed seven. So anybody who's got up to a six in something, you can you can push it one more with your with your one-day gym pass. Um, and uh, that is that is every each player gets the gym pass. It's it's, it's one for each person. So. Uh, that is the mysterious benefactor. Uh, by the way, just me again. Um, what does that count for? Um, that counts for your uh, prowess, coordination, or strength. Okay, thank you. Um, and uh, uh, so far, the mysterious benefactor has given you a healing elixir that reveals uh, restores full stamina, and a single-use holographic disguise generator. Um, and now has the chance to get um, the one-day gym pass that adds plus one to any physical attribute 
not to exceed seven. And if we get to $250, as usual, our after credits lore drop a revealing glimpse of some important but previously unseen part of our story or universe. You can see these tiers in chat. The command unlocks. And if you can't support us by donating, you can always help us by liking and commenting on YouTube videos. That allegedly helps the algorithm. Um, you can share our tweets and help promote the show and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we really appreciate all that stuff, too, and fan art that you do and, and all that stuff. It's like uh, uh, we love all that, so thank you. Um, and you can get PowerPlay merchandise. There are T-shirts and stickers with Caitlin's amazing character art available, uh, both the original style from when our team was just a, a bunch of young babes in the woods. Uh, oh yeah, and, and our logo by our good friend uh, uh, Hector Lowe. And uh, there is also new style um, uh, uh, art with uh, their kind of updated powers on it. Those are available at the Q Times Teespring store for now, but they will not be there for long. We will be moving those because of the whole NFT shenanigan stuff, which sucks. So um, we, you know, it's a, we we are making our uh, commerce-related voices heard by by moving our stuff elsewhere. Um, as soon as I figure out where that is, me and Jake are working on it. But thank you, everyone. Um, the game we play here is called Icons. It is published by Ad Infinitum Adventures, and it was created by a clever fellow named Steve Kenson. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at S. Kenson. The book edition I have is published by Green Ronin. Looks like this. You might be able to get them now. They were sold out for a while. I haven't checked them in a bit. Uh, if you can't, you can get print-to-PDF versions, I think, from Ad Infinitum themselves. Uh, sometimes they have them, sometimes they don't. But it, it is a great system. I highly recommend checking it out. Um... Moving right along. Uh, you can follow the show at PowerPlay RPG on Twitter and Instagram. PowerPlay is available as a podcast for the podcast inclined. Check that out wherever fine pods are casted. Um, and go to the PowerPlay Discord. Jake will put that link into chat for you. Omar is doing all kinds of amazing stuff right now. There is the it's Port so Ruby cool. Poetry. It's so good. It, yes, Port Ruby Poetry Review. Omar, it, you know, it's like is a fantastic poet. Like, who knew? I thought this guy just played RPGs, but apparently uh, poetry, also a forte. Uh, I do poetry to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. All of us. That's so good. (laughs) And we can just fill it in over and over and over (laughs) and over. It is the true consistency of this show. Uh, It is also written for Liz to read. I just want to add our friend Liz is doing some incredible readings of a bunch of the stuff that's going up. Uh, so check all all that goodness out. Yeah, he's also doing the supervillain origin stories. We did our supervillains of Port Ruby, and uh, Omar is issuing an origin story for each of the villains involved in that story. Uh, the first one for Fetch is already up. The next one's coming this week. Definitely go check out the supervillain origin stories. And thank you, Omar. You have just been rocking it. You wrote a whole novel. Now you're writing poems. You're writing short stories. He 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 he's a one man literary publishing company. Um, uh, and 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 we love you, dude. Um, and uh, that, uh, am I seeing this right? Did we unlock the second tier? Okay, I think we have now unlocked the second tier, your mysterious benefactor gift. Oh my God, thank you so much, everybody. Um, team, start thinking of where you want to put your one point. We, as soon as, you, as soon as you tell me where it goes, you got it. Strength. Coordination. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, Benny. Okay, Benny, your strength yeah. goes to seven. Yeah. Ulez, your coordination goes to seven. You got uh, it. Prowess. Cadrax, your prowess goes to seven. We know what we want. You all are so strong. Uh, hey, Rick, can I bump my coordination up to four? Is that okay? <laughs> Uh, Vion, your coordination goes to four. Great. And on that, time for power play. 
previously on Power Play. While working at the clinic, Cadrax encountered a man named Hector Peralta, who had been brutally sliced up by an unknown assailant. Meanwhile, a man named Marcus Eaglesmith hired Ulez to find his granddaughter Dawn, a 15-year-old runaway with destructive electrical powers, who left home to find Benny, who she only knew as the giant lava lady from television. Um, the team tracked Hector Peralta to a condemned retirement community in East Point called Golden Gardens, where they found a community of superpowered people living in the abandoned houses. One of those people being the runaway, Don Eaglesmith. Turns out, Hector was the leader of this group, and he had disappeared while patrolling the area for three mysterious people who were picking off the supers that were living there. While Cadrax, Vion, and Ulez investigated, Benny spent some time with Don trying to teach her some control. And while it worked a little, Don still seemed to have some problems keeping control of her powers when she lost control of her emotions. Eventually, the team located the three people who were attacking the community, and they turned out to be three scouts from the Alpha Combine, alien conquerors who are the sworn enemies of the Star Choir. The team fought with them, but at the last minute, Dawn, who was extremely upset that the scouts had killed Hector, uh, showed up and unleashed her powers, killing the last remaining scout and caving in the roof. When the dust cleared, Dawn was gone, having run away again. Later, Benny returned home to find Althea, the Enlightenist, waiting for her. Althea gave Benny a small chunk of wood, uh, wished her good luck. Oh, you got the wood and uh, then watched as uh, Benny's crystal necklace, uh, which he had first got from Althea way back at the beginning of season two, finally came to life. It flashed with blue energy, and the next thing Benny knew, she was falling through the sky, finally crashing through the roof of her family barn in Bellwood, Michigan, an event we all know happened way back at the end of season two on the in-game date of Sunday, November 15th, 2020, which is roughly 10 months in the past from where we are now, uh, even if Benny doesn't know that in-game yet. Um, saved only by virtue of the resistance her lava powers give her, gives her, uh, Benny passed out right after being found by her moms, Lola and Eileen. We pick up, however, in the present day. It is the evening of Saturday, August 28th, 2021. Um, so the showdown with the Alpha Combine Scouts was very early this morning before sunrise. It is now that, that evening. Um, we're at Vion and Ulez's apartment uh, in uh, Fort Trumbull in Baronsdale. Um, Cadrax, where do you think you might be tonight? Are you hanging out with your friends at their place? Are you out doing something else? Where, where are you on, on, on Saturday night? Yes, it is incumbent upon me that I guard my allies, given that we now know the existential threat that faces our planet. Yeah. Also, there, uh, were, there were promises of coffee. Um, and yeah, you are hanging out, drinking coffee, watch TV, doing whatever. Um, and then there is a knock at the door. Oh, I hope that is Sally. Sandy. Wow, that was weird. Um, we'll <sighs> go ahead and open up the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ula, as you open the door, and the first face you see is Scott Eaton, uh, played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who uh, smiles and waves and goes, surprise! And uh, then popping oh. in from uh, the side of the door is uh, Miranda Vorton, played by Gwendolyn Christie, who pops her head behind him and says, yes, surprise. Oh. May we come in? We greet you. 
uh, do you bring a gift of papaya? And and they kind of look at each other and she says, I told you we should have brought papaya. Oh, uh, there is time, perhaps later. Uh, for now, yes, please enter our abode. And Scott's like, yeah, oh yeah, later I'm taking everyone out for papaya. But, um, you know, we should probably, yeah. So they come in and, um, uh, you know, you close the door and Miranda turns to you and she says, during our brief encounter on Vorton Island, I sensed incredible power coming from the blue crystal your friend Benny wears around her neck. Benny knew not its purpose, but I do now. Oh, uh, would you care to tell us while we're preparing some coffee? Yes, coffee would be wonderful. Okay. We are and listening. as you go to make her coffee, um, we're going to uh, skip over to... Do, 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 do. The morning of Monday, November 16th, 2020. This is going to get confusing, folks. Try I'm to ready. The ball. Um, so, we, uh, we are, Benny, we are, uh, you open your eyes and you find yourself looking at one of the most familiar sights you know, the ceiling of your childhood bedroom. And you look around and your mom, Eileen Beckett, played by Helena Bonham Carter, is uh, sitting right by your bedside. And she, she, she sees your eyes flutter open. She says, Mom? Hey, kid. hey kiddo. How you feeling? Uh, confused, mostly. Yeah, you've been out almost a whole day. Uh, Theo Walton came by and took a look at you. Uh, don't worry, I swore her to secrecy. She said, you didn't have any broken bones or internal in injuries. Uh, you did almost take a huge splinter right to your gut. Probably would have killed you. Luckily, this blocked it, and she picks up that little piece of wood that Althea gave you. Okay. Yeah, I don't know where that came from. Um, uh, it was a gift. Huh. From who? You know, I'm starting to think maybe I should have asked more questions. Um... Just a lady I met in Port Ruby who I thought was no one and maybe is apparently a lot of someone. Huh. Yeah. And as she takes that in, we're going to head back to Port Ruby. Um, Miranda sips at her coffee. And with the rest of you listening, she says, that crystal is a time shifter. An object with no beginning and no end, forever caught in a chronological loop-de-loop -loop that Benny is somehow a part of. She believes the crystal finds its way back to her. But if it has, it, it's not because of any magic power or bizarre scientific paradoxes. It was likely by ordinary means. See, the trick is, if it hadn't been returned to her, she wouldn't be part of the loop. But she is because it was, and it was because she is. And Scott's just like, it's brain-melting stuff. If you think about it too much, it'll give you a headache. Trust me, I tried. Oh, no, quite the opposite. This makes a lot of sense. There are people, um, uh, there are sections of my people who have dedicated their lives to studying time. And while it is incredibly confusing and I cannot suss out the truth, there is truth inside of it somewhere. And she looks at us. Fascinating. Benny is a part of this loop. And I mean that in the most literal way now. 
I felt the necklace's energy activate very early this morning from half a world away, so I immediately oh, no. jumped on a plane. I believe Benny is gone. Have any of you heard from her since this morning? Yes, yeah. of course I have. Oh. No, this was a text from Abigail. Oh. So, no. No. We had a bit of a uh, unique morning that we have separated to resolve our feelings and recover. Hmm. Uh, perhaps I will... We shall text her. Uh, Nula sends a series of uh, emojis that aren't really <laughs> related to anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you get no response, and then Miranda says, there's no time to lose. I can show you where it happened. Uh, yes, yes, please. Yeah. We wonder, could you share any knowledge you possess about the technicalities of this time shift device? Do you possess any idea how we could potentially replicate it? I believe I might. Oh. Ah, yes. then this has turned to potentially catastrophic. Yes, we will accompany you. Indeed. All right. And as she takes you over to the spot, Eileen says, so what happened? How did you come to fall through the barn roof? And where did you fall from? Yeah, that's um, that's what I'm still trying to figure out. Uh, because at, I was at, getting... At that moment, your other mother, Lola, sticks her head in and goes like, okay, let's try this. When did you fall from? What? Well, we looked through your phone while you were out, and it, it's got messages and calls and pictures dated all the way through August 2021. But today is November 16th, 2020. So how is that possible? Uh, uh, uh no, I'm pretty sure it's August 28th, 2021. And, and they both right? kind of look at each other. Isn't uh, it? And, and Lola shakes her head. Lola shakes her head and goes, and what's this? And she holds out the bracelet she made for you, the one that you got last Christmas with the small interconnected silver stars and the orange stone. She's like, my initials are carved into the underside of this stone setting. Did you get this from me? Did yeah. I make this? Yeah. But I don't make jewelry. I mean, I thought about it, but I never took it up. I mean, I guess I could take it up or I guess I do take it up. Oh, wow, this is really confusing. And, and Eileen goes, I thought the first time you ever burst into flames during that vacation was the weirdest thing that would ever happen to us. But this definitely takes the yeah, cake. That is a lot. Not really uh, a power set. I thought I would be navigating. Okay. Um, yeah. And while y'all are sorting that out... Theon, Cadrax, Ulez, you arrive at Benny's building. The lobby is pretty no frills. Tile floor, old-timey radiator, fluorescent lights, and a bank of mailboxes. And Miranda says, here, it happened right here. Huh. Uh, Vion, could you yeah. potentially work your... Classic detective post-cognition work? Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing about time travel, folks. And I kind of, like, turn, and I'm, like, a little smug about it. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm going to go ahead and post-cog the ground. 
Give me postcog roll, Vion. Postcog is it? Die. You have your instructions. You know the number I want to see. You know it in your little die heart. This is four plus roll. Die heart is a Christmas movie. Uh, hey, Caitlin, can you remind me your favorite vegetable slash fruit that usually pops up around autumn time? I think that might be a pumpkin. That's right. It's gonna be a ten, Rick. That's as good as it can get. Right. You're only postcogging to this morning, so 10 is more than enough. Um, <laughs> and yeah, you see exactly the scene that played out at the end of last episode. You see Althea and the Enlightenist give Benny the piece of wood, and you see the the crystal necklace glow to, you know, come to life, and the blue glow just sort of just shocks the whole room, and Benny almost like quantum leap style just kind of like vanishes. And as she does, she 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 drops a couple of things, and then it ends. Okay, well that's pretty straightforward. Uh, what well, can, can we look for the uh, dropped items? Give me an investigation roll. Uh, yeah. Oh, I am not prepared with dice, though. That's on me. Oh, who knew you were going to need dice? It's weird. I never use them. <laughs> hey, that's a six. Nice. I got a nine. 12, 13, 14. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Ignore me, please. <laughs> Again, it's a small lobby, so that both of those are more than enough. Um, the first thing you find uh, just on the floor in the corner is the postcard from Jerry Mink. Um, you know his name, and it's got, you know, picture of the Grand Canyon and, you know, the text, Dear Benny, thought you'd like this, blah, 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 blah. Um, and underneath the radiator, you find the blue crystal laying on the floor. Uh, the thin chain that held it, held it around Benny's neck is mostly gone. There are just a couple of links remaining. We would like to further in analyze this. And Were they vaporized? This is very Miranda, curious. Miranda looks over it and she kind of gasps and she's like, the chain must have been too flimsy. This is most troubling. Without the crystal, she can never return here. Oh, no. You will have to bring it to her. Oh, oh okay. Right? That is an easy solution. Do we know where she is? Ah, uh, correct. How do we do this? Once activated, the crystal should take you to the next stop in its loop, which is where it sent Benny. Oh, good. Or close to it, at least. Okay. Well, this is so much easier than I anticipated. What makes the loop stop? Why would there be particular locations? What makes it salient? I don't know why any particular time shifter chooses its stop. There are a multitude of reasons. There could be significances to the dates. There could be significances to the people who touch them. This kind of magic is strange and variable. You said the time shifter chooses. That implies a sense of agency. Do you suspect it of this time shifter? That it is some kind of being in its own right? I honestly do not know. 
Ah, then perhaps this is how similar to how the humans speak of computers. I will often hear my roommate say that her laptop chose not to work when in fact it did no such thing. Oh. Yeah, taking a mechanical approach to this might be helpful. And she takes the crystal and she gives it to Vion. I want you all to join hands. Great. I hold out a hand. Actually, hold up really quick. Um, before we do that, the chain is broken. Does that yeah. mean though there's like an attachment at the top of the crystal or like some sort of thing to facet it? Uh, it was hanging around Benny's neck uh, all this time. So yeah, it's, you know. It, there would be something, it, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I would like to uh, attach it to the chain that was forged <laughs> in life uh, to keep this thing safe. I, I, I like the idea of hands-free. Kipper Sweetletrot's train. Yeah. Oh my okay. god. Okay. <laughs> um, you I slide haven't deflected a bullet in like two years. <laughs> so let's just actually yeah, put it to you're use. Good. To be honest, that bullet defecting power was much much more useful for a guy with super speed. You know, you can drive <laughs> that thing out when bullets were yeah. flying at him. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you slide it onto Kipper's chain and uh, hang it around your neck? Uh, uh, um. Or what do you do? Uh. Doc, uh, Ulez, do you, either of you want to wear this? I, I turn. Is this something that like uh, someone adept in spellcasting has to utilize? And, and, and Miranda's, you will need it to cast the spell. Okay. Well, I'm sorry about that. Uh, well, after we figure out how it works, then we can, you know, trade and take some turns and, you know, someone else uh, can take it home for the weekend or whatever. No, no, uh, we are good. Per oh. I mean, if you have not noticed, Benny uh -huh. made me a necklace and it is a locket. Mm -hmm. With some grass from my planet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Show you the little locket that they have around their neck. So we don't need any time traveling device. That's um, a fashion faux no. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Doc, mm -hmm. do you want uh, any jewelry preferences before we sort of take off on this? According to my calculations between myself and Ulez, we indeed have an average number of accessories. So I think I'm quite adequate, but thank you. Perfect. I just want to make sure everyone's, you know, seen to and taken care of. Okay, great. And I'll slip it over my neck. Uh, or, or this episode my head. of superhero accessorizing has been brought to you by Cucumber. Um, we need to get like a doll maker for the cast of our <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, please. Um, All right. And, yeah, just uh, tell me what to do. Beyond, I am going mm -hmm. to show you the rune for time control. Okay. But remember, it will only work so long as you have the crystal. If you lose it, you are lost as well. That's not going to happen. Once you, have Benny, <laughs> once you have Benny, mm -hmm. use it to return here. Now, right. Vion, watch. Mm -hmm. and with her right hand, she draws the rune in the air as you do. Okay. And then she says, activate your magic and channel it through that rune. Yeah, easy as pie. All right, let's go. Thank you, Miranda. Vion. Right. Do, 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 do. I want you to make... Wait, do I finally get to do this, Rick? Uh-huh. I want you to make a time control roll. Hey! Um, uh, the power of love. All right, uh, let's see here. First, big magic or little magic? I think it'll be big magic. It's time travel. All right, give me a <laughs> uh, roll to turn on time control. Okay, this is eight plus roll. Bada boom. Oh my God, where'd you go, dice? Uh, that's going to be a 12 to turn on. 
Okay, no problem. Um, that is on. All right, now uh, I want you to make a roll on the time control power, which is five. Uh, okay, great. This is five plus roll, everybody. Uh, that's gonna be a nine. Okay. You draw the rune in the air, mm-hmm. and the crystal begins to emit a blue glow, and that glow sorry, actually, gets that's ten because my level's at six. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Okay, yeah, no, that that still works. Um, higher, higher is fine. Um, the 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 blue glow, bleh, bleh. the blue glow uh, gets brighter and brighter, and then it flashes so brightly for a moment, all you can see is blue, and then, bam. Bam. Suddenly it's day. And you are, all three of you, find yourselves in the sky, plunging through the clouds, which you see from above, like from a plane in flight. And you are plummeting towards the earth. What do you want to do? Ah! <laughs> Passenger. Flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have Kadrax. maybe a nanosecond of like fear, and then I look over and I see Cadrax. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Cadrax, you grab, you turn on flight, you grab, uh, uh, do me a favor, make a coordination roll to grab Vion. You drop me, it's fine. <laughs> well, it depends on how high up we are. <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather you drop me higher up than, uh, than well, later. exactly. That, that wasn't even meant. <laughs> if that's quite all right with you, Sam. Uh, that's a five on the die, so that's a total of 10. Total of 10. Okay, you got me on. Make a uh, coordination roll for um, Ulay's. Oh no, you're gonna get six this. on the die. Uh, I weigh like o- two Tupperware containers, it'll be fine. Okay. Ulez, uh, six on the die, you kind of swipe for Ulez, and it's one of those, like, you kind of miss and you miss. And Ulez, you try to kind of grab for Kadrax's hand, but you feel a little funny all of a sudden. It's like, how to describe? It's like a weird heightened sensing of anxiety, and, and you find that while it's happening, you kind of, you can't move, and you kind of can't speak. You just kind of plummet, and you're, like, you're trying to reach out with your hand, but your, your hand doesn't seem to move. But Cadrax does eventually grab you. It's, it's scary for a second because, you know, you can start to see the ground coming up. But Cadrax, you grab Ulez. And uh, you fly towards the ground. And you land. Um, what you see... You find yourself standing um, outside of a barn on a farm. Um, Jake, can I have the Benny's farm map? Hi, <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. We're not How going back. That so cute. <laughs> on a what? We're on you- a on a what? Yeah, you see a long gravel driveway that cuts between two halves of the field uh, and leads up to the yard. The crops have been harvested already, so despite the distance, you can see all the way to the main road where cars will occasionally drive past. Uh, There is an old two-story farmhouse. It is painted sort of a pale sea-foamy blue-green with lots of kind of large patterned windows. Uh, the barn itself has a fading mural of an abstract wave pattern with petals kind of painted with love across the front sliding doors. Um, 
you catch a few barn cats chilling out in the general area. Uh, what there's color all, are they? Do they have names? Um, you, you, you can't, don't have you, to answer. It's okay. There, there's an orange cat and a brown cat and a kind of like a calico. Uh, you, you can't tell their names by looking. Okay. Um, there is uh, there is a tiny treehouse, uh, like uh, sort of a treehouse like building that is connected it's just, it's to the barn. It's just a small shed. It, the, the name is just treehouse. <laughs> And uh, yeah, like a shed, it's kind of connected to the barn and to the main silo, uh, to the main barn and to the silo. Um, there are large wind chimes hanging uh, from several overhangs around the property. So there's this kind of constant backdrop of, of the quiet hum of the chimes in the wind, mixing with sort of seasonally appropriate bugs and wildlife. You, you catch some farm animal noises, maybe goats and chickens from somewhere. You think you hear a dog bark. Um, there is odd but whimsical and colorful yard art all over the place. Uh, there is a garden overflowing with fruits and vegetables and flowers. It has kind of little stone paths crisscrossing through it and a little bench and a clearing, you know, right in the center. Um, and, uh, near it are what some of you might recognize as bee boxes, and uh, a little further away, there is sort of a small, single-level shed. What do you do? Um, okay, uh, so oh. we land, look wow. around. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, uh, if this is rude, I apologize. Um, but do you have any questions about what you're looking at? Uh, this is kind of a... a uh, a unique environment that I think uh, uh, neither of you have really witnessed, per se. Where are the tall buildings? We don't uh, at a at, on a farm. There's no need for that because it's mostly um, sort of agricultural stuff. I mean, well, there might be some silos, uh, but other than that, um, it's usually just like smaller buildings for housing stuff, uh, storage. Um, oh, Tedrex background. I know. I'm working on it. Oh, <laughs> oh, gotcha. <okay>. Me too. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, a big moon. <laughs> um, so uh, that's uh, yeah. So uh, big buildings ain't really uh, sort of go to for that kind of thing. Um, uh, anything else? Any other questions? Those animals. Mm -hmm. May we interact with them? I'm not going to take the authority to say yes on that. Let's err on the set of caution until we find Benny. Uh, I don't know which ones might be friendly and pettable uh, and which ones might be more bitey. Um, yeah. Horses, okay. big teeth, big scary teeth. Uh, so, you know, uh, also, I also don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I grew up in Silicon Valley. So this is just, granted, when I grew up, hey, in all fairness though, when I did grow up, it was somewhat rural. Uh, we were at the edge of, uh, of the suburbs. That said, I have never raised any livestock, uh, much to the oh, okay. chagrin of my family. So uh, We have a final question. Yeah, what's uh, up? Those uh, uh, fruits and vegetables in that garden, mm -hmm. could we quickly visit before looking for Benny? Um, I'm... Uh, if you really want to, I say we find Benny first. Have we excluded the possibility of that Benny is hiding in the food that you grow intentionally outside above the ground? Let's do this real quickly. Cause that's, I think we're uh -huh. kind of raising a good bigger question, which is where is Benny? Um, 
I, uh, uh, Ulez, you are adept at uh, communicating with sort of, uh, for lack of better term right now, a hive mind. Is that right? Correct. If I were to telepathically link you in with the bees, do you think you might be able to scour the farm and look for Benny? There are bees here? Uh, yeah, and I point to the bee boxes, which I would know, not because oh. I was raised around them, but because you know that Vion is the kind of guy who spent a lot of hours on Pinterest looking at different ways to source your own honey. Uh. So, uh, uh, yeah, there are bees right there, and I can, I can, I can patch you into uh, at least a part of the hive. Oh, <laughs> yes. We would greatly appreciate that. Right. And I, I don't mean to step on any toes in terms of checking out the fruits and vegetables. It's just, you know, we could probably get a proper tour uh, if we find our... I will our, say, our because house. it is November, there probably isn't much in the garden right now. <laughs> there would be, there would be like pumpkins and like apple apple trees maybe that there's a little bit left on those there are going to be pumpkins don't squash their excitement (laughs) (laughs) but it's pretty cold so most like we're getting into the time of year where things do freeze so there probably isn't a ton in there (laughs) okay let me ask you a quick question then caitlin Ruder, Mm -hmm. our good friend um (laughs) i walk over the bee box are there are the bees still active or is it um, bees? I just talked so about honeybees don't hibernate. So there would be activity in there, but they are winterized at this point because it's cold. So what the boxes are wrapped up um, in like plastic and stuff. Damn it. Uh, so you could like peek. There's the, 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 the like it's not shut up or anything. Like you can look in and you could probably see some bees, but um, they uh, they would not probably willing. They would probably not willingly leave the hive right now. Mm-hmm. They're getting ready for winter times, which Sleepy is bees. just chilling. So they I just, just vibrate okay. to keep warm all winter. So as we walk over then to the bee house, seeing it all wrapped up and cozy. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry about that, Ulez. I, I, oh. I don't know. I, I, the, all I know about bees is what I looked up on Pinterest to see if I could grow my own honey. Uh, no, this is a huge grow mistake. I'm sorry about that. It looks honey. like they're turning in for the oh. night. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, ping. <Well. laughs> Thank you, Cadrax. Give me a ping roll. Are you, what are you pinging? The bees or Aunt Benny? Okay, give me a ping roll. I, I like to think that it is a certain sort of of star choir ping that is just Benny. <laughs> just echo, uh, echo location. Let's see. Um, what is uh. 13. You detect uh, um, three people in the main farmhouse. Excuse me. Uh, if you're finished with the... Oh, well, yeah, I understand the bees are quite compelling, but... Yeah. What's up, Doc? Right you're now. right. There are three people in that building. Oh. Let us go then. Uh, yeah, all right. Uh, should I bring to the attention that this place is reminiscent of the details that Betty has provided about her home place? Yeah, that's a good thing to bring up and be conscious of. We are, are only sure? familiar of the barns they have spoken of. Right. Uh, my gut tells me that we are at Benny's farm just because this is where the crystal would have brought her. Uh, but there's a really easy way to check. And I'm just gonna yell, "Hey, Benny!" <laughs> um, I don't even know how to how to how to, how to make a roll for a just screaming out loud roll. Um, 
Dominic. Tell you what, be like an awareness. <laughs> Benny, you are laying upstairs in your bedroom and uh, um, uh, through the, the, my the window. My panic talking is, with my mom still right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, they're, one of them's getting you tea. The other one's, yeah, kind of calming you down. And, and, and you think you hear someone go, hey, Benny, outside. Did you hear that? Say, like, I did. And uh, okay, cool. Okay, and she gets up and goes to the window. <laughs> yeah, Eileen goes and looks outside, and uh, you know the three of you are standing there when you hear a voice. Uh, can I help you? There's Benny and a woman who is older than her who looks a lot like her, and they're both faces show up in the in the window. <laughs> oh, we greet you. Hi, hi, hi. Oh my God. You're here too, for real? This is not... I don't really know what's going on. Hold on. And then Benny disappears. And she's gonna... Oh, those are your friends. They are. They are. Yes. Come meet them. Okay. There's a lot happening. And she's going to go down the stairs and go out there the back of is, the open sliding happening. door of the yeah. porch. And we'll let you guys, invite you guys up. Hey. And Hi. Benny lets you in. And uh, you first meet Eileen. Hi, I'm Eileen Beckett. Uh, this is, uh, well, back there somewhere is Lola, who's making tea. Lola, come here. We've got company. And uh, Lola comes out. And she's a, huh. Uh, and, and I was like, there, it's Benny's friends. And, and, and they kind of look at each other, you know, and say, hi, welcome, welcome to, welcome to, welcome to the farm. Mm, there's very mm, spacious here. Well, as farms go, it's, it's, it's not that big, but, uh, we like it. This yeah. is approximately equal to the size of the Fripp mansion that we attended. Therefore, you must be doing very favorably. Wow. Frip Mansion. I mean, They're oh, used that... to big cities. Um, yeah, I don't think they've been out in the country before, actually, at all, now that I think about it. Um, we went. We were okay. in the forest. There was oh, a cow. That we were in the forest. That's true. Quick question before we get into nitty gritty of locations. We've been. Um, yeah. It's, you are aware. We are. Is this the past for you also? Yes. Okay, we have good. time traveled. We have a crystal that has the power of time shifting. It is a rather unique device that we have. Oh, well, there is a lot to catch up on. Where would you like us to begin? Who wants tea? And like Lola <laughs> comes in. Uh, I got Darjeeling. I got Earl Grey. Uh, I got like uh, just black tea. Um, uh, uh -huh. what, what, <laughs> yeah. what do y'all? What do y'all prefer? <laughs> Three options. Um, <laughs> That is so absolutely kind of you. Thank you so much. I by the way, beautiful house. I just have to say, what an incredible estate. Uh, thank you. And, and, and thank you for letting us barge in like this. I'm so sorry that we didn't we didn't uh, call ahead of time or anything like Any that. Any friend of Benny's is a friend of ours. Oh, that's so nice. What was your name again? Uh, I'm Lola. Lola, it's so nice. I'm Vion. I just want to say Vion loves moms. I was about to curse really quickly, and I'll do it. <laughs> Vion fucking loves moms. <laughs> He wants, the, he wants the approval of every mom that ever existed in the history of moms. So this is like his dream. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm Vian. We can go. We can quickly introduce ourselves, I suppose. Nice to meet you, Vian. Yeah. Oh, uh, we are Ulaz Gali. Um, and in the terms of selecting tea, could we have one of each, but simply the dried leaves separated so we can examine them individually? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, well, absolutely. Um, and uh, I like your braids. Oh, thank you. They are wires. Huh. Cool. 
Hello, I'm Dr. Caden Dialta. I'm a surgeon. Thank you. Well, it's great to meet you, Caden. Uh, what, what, what kind of tea would you like? I look to be on like, what kind of tea do I want? <laughs> what kind of tea do I want? <laughs> uh let's get you just let's get you a darjeeling um with a cut with a little bit of milk and some sugar uh steeped for five minutes if that's all right uh with two tea bags uh in a warmed <laughs> cup actually that's not important uh listen uh th thank you again for for hosting us um uh of course of course we uh benny we came here uh mere minutes uh, well, maybe not minutes, but shortly after you disappeared, um, and we we the crystal fell off of you. So now that we have you, we can actually take you back to uh, the our present or you know the future. It's actually, like twelve hours or so after she made okay, it. yeah. Uh, um, but you know, after we hang out for a bit and uh, and and maybe enjoy the farm and take it easy for a little bit. But um, just so you know, like all we have to do is just I do a rune, we pop back, super easy. Okay. And I knock on some wood again. <laughs> oh, yes, the fundamental anomalies of physics and Minkowski space. Easy. Yeah. 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 And oh. while you're talking about that, you, you kind of hear, like, you know, you can always hear every once in a while a car passes on the road, but now you hear a car and it comes driving up that gravelly driveway. A very different sound. <laughs> sounds like it is going very fast. And then you hear it like skid out kind of, and then you hear a door open and you hear like somebody run up and there's like suddenly a loud frantic banging on the front door. Help, 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 anybody in, help, 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 help. Uh, I cast really quick, I cast force fields over the moms. Uh, <laughs> just like at different power levels I haven't chosen. It's just at random, no preference. Uh, but just behind me, just cast it really quickly as we aura up. I will get the door. <laughs> Five or three, big magic, little magic. No, both. Both. I don't. I, I both. Oh, uh, both. I, I don't know who gets what, but five, but six and three are both activated. All right. Um, that is done. Uh, Benny, you get the door. Yeah. And you open the door. Uh, there is um, a guy in jeans and a hoodie. If I had to cast him, I would say he's played by Aaron Paul, and uh, he says um, uh, he's a. Uh, it's like, oh my god, please let me in, let me in, let me in. I am being what? chased. By what? By who? By the so Crow Man! Oh, what? The Crow Man! Uh, and, and he kind of comes in and he just slams the door behind him. And he's just like, uh, Do you my know name Priya? Yes, yes! I'm like, my, my name is Archie Sloan. I'm a cameraman. I came to Bellwood with Priya uh, to make a documentary about the legend of the Crow Man. Uh, uh, you know, she, she, she's a student of urban legends and she's producing this documentary. So so we went to the bridge, you know, uh, the Sandy Creek Bridge where the, the Crow yeah, Man is supposed to be. And, and and we shot a bunch of sequences of her saying the Crow Man's name three times. Like, you, you know how the whole thing's supposed to work, yeah, right? Yeah, we did it when we and, were little, yeah. Yeah, and 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 uh, and and it, you know, it seemed like pretty typical supernatural documentary stuff, and then suddenly it, it, it the crow man appeared, and I swear to God, he asked Priya a riddle, and when she couldn't answer it, he changed her into a crow. My congratulations! I have heard that they are among the higher forms of your life. On the oh, they are. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, that's uh, involuntary um, transmutation. Yeah, well, that's uh, uh, you have that on film? I, I, I didn't take the camera. I just ran because he said it was my turn next. But before he could ask the riddle, I just ran away and I jumped in the car and I drove here because Priya said she had friends on this farm. You gotta help me. 
okay. So Betty turns around, turns to her and says, uh, Priya is one of my friends. Me and Will, our friend from when we were really little. Uh, I haven't seen her in a while. But we used to do this thing where we would look for creatures all the time when we were kids. Sure. And apparently she found one, I guess. And now she's a corvid. I Mm -hmm. guess so. Yeah, and and Lola and Eileen kind of look at each other and uh, Eileen's just sort of like... Man, I thought time travel would be the weirdest thing that happened to us for a while, but uh, huh, here we are, just uh, you know, afternoon, and we've already broken that record. Um, yeah. And while you're all talking, um, you hear like another sound outside. It's, it's almost like a helicopter, but like a little different. Um, and you go to the window, and when you look outside, you see crows. Tens of thousands of crows in the air, on the ground, perched on the house, sitting on Archie's car, which is just like skidded out in the middle of your lawn. Um, they're everywhere. And oh my. on the gravel path in front of the house, there is a lone figure. It's like a person maybe five feet tall or so wearing like a long coat of what looks to be like black feathers. And it, it has sort of a feathered hood with like a beak on the top of it. Um, and like sort of at the apex right over the face. Uh, and if I had to cast him, I would say uh, he's played by Wallace Shawn. And he just stands there kind of smiling and looking at the house. Hi, can we help you? Tea. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're going to open the window. Do they have screens here? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> lots of bugs. Lots of bugs. Uh, in the yeah, country. Coming in. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're shouting at him. You're, you're shouting to him. Vian. So, okay, yeah, Vian. Can I? Can we help you? Um. And uh, he just sort of walks closer to the house and stands now on the porch. That's far enough, all right? And uh, he says, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Oh, God damn it. He's a Riddler. Uh, Doc, (laughs) what five things make... I'm sorry, what was that again? What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Vion, what is a devil? (laughs) I would like to play not from around here out of trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, no, culturally specific. What five? Th- uh, a devil is sort of. Uh, oh God, this is actually going to be a big. Uh, you have been asked, and now you must answer, or bad luck you will have. What do you consider bad luck? No, don't do not respond to me. I do not. Want, I do not wish to engage. Okay, Benny. What yeah. five things? I forget that. What was the second part of that? What five things make the architect exactly like? A devil's mouth. Oh. Five things compare an, ar- an architect to a I'm, devil's mouth. An architect, well, if I recall, those are people in your world that build 
your buildings. buildings. Yeah. Design uh, them. Yeah. Design them. Not and a, a building so usually has um, four walls and a roof. So that's five things if you don't count the floor. Walls? Walls of a mouth. Walls of a mouth. Lying. No, no, hold on. Uh, five, we're, we're close to it. Walls, something. Lying walls. Mm, walls of. Why would uh, it be specific to a devil? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And a mouth? We get this. Yes, we understand in comparison to the mouth, but where? What is unique about a devil in comparison to an architect? A devil's usually a stand in for uh, the things we associate with like um, incorrectness, immorality, the opposite of good. Although in contemporary storytelling, that's kind of being challenged a lot. Um, you know, see the Church of Satan and stuff. <laughs> Um, doing fighting for women's rights a lot more than uh, the churches itself. Um, so, huh? There's a wall, walls of a mouth, right, Doc? That's a thing. Am I wrong? No, a mouth has corners. And a little tarantulasaurus been... like Wainazi. And okay. he calls again. You have been asked, and now you must answer, or bad luck you will have. Jesus, this guy. Um. Makes an architect. What five things? Points. Points. Architects five. receive points. Are they I'm playing sorry, from I don't know game? This. <laughs> <laughs> Could we just say no? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you know, at this point, um, I'm gonna turn around. We're good, man. Thank you very much, though. <laughs> Your bad luck starts now. Oh, and as he says that, um. Archie's car sitting on the lawn in front of the house mm -hmm. just explodes and like the the front fender comes flying through the living room window um, oh. since you are standing at it beyond. What is your beyond uh, roll coordination? <laughs> All right. Thank you for that gym pass, everybody. <laughs> Gonna need it. Okay, cool. Um, so I've got a four on coordination now, which brings me all the way up to a sweet, sweet five. <laughs> yeah, well, that thing comes flying and, you know, you just can't sidestep it or think fast enough and it just smashes right into you. I gotta start uh, phasing. Dion, you are down to five stamina. Great. Oh my gosh. Uh, is anything on fire that I can make not less on fire? The car on the lawn is on fire. Okay, Nothing I would like it to not. Is. I would like the car to not be on fire anymore. There is fuel Benny, in that make, thing. Make a fire control roll. Yeah. I'm forgetting what that's at now. Okay. That's an eight. An eight. Uh. Okay, for for a burning car that is close by, that 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 is probably enough, and yeah, you are just... able to sort of pull the flames down, and the car goes out again, um, and and the crow man just stands on the front porch, sort of smiling. Um, oh, so do we get to ask one now? Is that? I can do uh, like a. Oh, and then he, he he sort of sidesteps to now the now open window that has been smashed by the fender that went flying, uh -huh. and he looks at Uvion and says, "What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth?" I'm gonna I'm actually gonna punch this dude. I'm gonna choose violence today. Oh. Okay, what five things make an architect exactly like a devil's mouth? 
uh, are we on? Yeah. We are still unclear of the ethics of probing an individual's mind without their consent. Perhaps we could ask. Uh... Because yeah. the crow man would have the answer. It, <clears throat> and like Ulez will like peek their head around the window. Ah, uh, do you have a name or a title? We are Ulez. We are unsure if a greeting is what you require. What is your name? And he turns to you and go like his head turns to you sort of very sharply and bird-like, and he says. What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Oh, damn it. You have been asked, and now you must answer, or very bad luck you will have. Your version of bad luck is rather violent. Okay, uh, real quick, real quick, we can solve this. What five things makes an architect... I just, the letters, is there anything in the letters? Are there five repeated letters? Archie is like, I hate this guy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, uh, I'll go so far as that's a pretty unanimous sensation. Why does he need to, why do you need to know? Is someone hurting you? Do you require (laughs) this answer? Is there some devil whose mouth is attacking you? You said that to the, to the coronavirus? Yes, of course, absolutely. I have no. And his head sharply turns to you. His head sharply turns to you and he says, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Oh, hold. Okay, hold on. Is it is it in the letters, Benny? E-I-T-H. There's only four, though. No, there's a bunch of letters that aren't shared. Okay, great. Well, that's fantastic. Hmm. Devil's mouth. Oh, wait, no. He's A, he says to Kadrax, you have been asked, and now you must answer. Oh, God damn. Bad luck you will have. Oh, God. Just say vowels. The other time it was very bad luck. Oh, my God. Now it's just bad luck. Yeah, just say vowels. Just try vowels. Let's just try that, and then another thing will happen. Oh, God. And, 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 Ulez, you haven't answered yet? No. The electricity (laughs) in the house goes out. Oh, gosh. Okay, great. And I'm going to step forward. Vowels. And he looks at you and he says, you are incorrect. I'm actually not. his finger at you. Okay, bring it. I'm actually not incorrect. (laughs) Uh, And uh, Vion... Do sorry, give me just a quick moment here. Make sure I'm doing this right. Do, 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 do. Just so everyone uh, understands, I hate riddles. Yes, <laughs> riddle. The way that the way that people feel about puns is the way I feel about riddles. Same. They Vian, do something to my brain. Just say it to my face if you have. He <laughs> points at you, mm-hmm. and suddenly you start to feel weird and tingly, and your body starts kind of curling up and then shrinking and feathers are coming out of the pores of your skin as you transform into a crow. Um, Two quick questions. One, do I still have the necklace around me? Um, The necklace falls to the floor. Oh, no, that's not great. Okay, uh, good to know. Second, great, let's take out the caster. Second question, um, can I, can I speak? Do I speak? 
um, English. I was about to say common. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, you I'm give it a it. shot and you mm-hmm. just get a... The... Oh, good. The okay. architect in a devil's mouth. Correct. Then you may I borrow your phone. Yeah, she passes it over. I would like to call Pete Alameda. <laughs> Have we met him yet in this at this point in time? Yeah, it's not that far yeah. away. Oh, it's twenty. Even if we haven't, we, I we've can been together to for a month. Up. Yeah, the um, Baronsdale Library. Hang on one second. Could you just give me one quick second here? Uh, have you met Pete Alameda? Um, I can actually tell you this. Uh, at this point. Are they titles of something? The architect, a devil's mouth, are they titles? Um, it could you... also be something like a, um, a devil's threesome That's sort fair. of thing. Yeah. You, you have met Pete Alameda at this point. Nice. Oh, perfect. Yes. I would, I would like to um, phone an ally. Uh, okay, you call the Baronsdale Public Library as the Crowman sort of hops back towards Ulez and says, You have been asked, and now you must answer, or very bad luck you will have. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um, uh, we are while thinking. You, while you're thinking, Kadrax, you, <laughs> you dial the library? Yes. Uh, rings a couple of times. This is Michigan time, so it's further in the afternoon. So, yeah, eventually uh, pick up to, yeah, Baronsdale Public Library. Hello. Yes, this is Dr. Caden D'Alto. With whom am I speaking? Hey, it's Pete. How's it doing, Caden? I am doing very well. And yourself? Ah, oh, can't complain. It's been a little bit of a busy morning here, but I like my mornings busy. <laughs> I'm sure that had he the opportunity, Vion would also extend his regards. Unfortunately, at the moment, he is a crow, and it is for this reason. I was hoping to ask you a reference question. Are you available for a moment? He's a crow? What does that mean? Ah, uh, whatever. I can't keep up on the slang that you kids use. Um, yeah, what's the question? What is a devil's mouth? I assume it is some sort of idiom a of some sort, mouth? but it was unfamiliar uh, to me. In fact, until... Just a few moments ago, I was unfamiliar with the concept of devils entirely. And I'm still not entirely clear, but they seem like some sort of being. At least they have mouths. A devil's mouth? Um, yes. I, I gotta admit, it does, it does not really ring any bells. Uh, what, what, what's the context? No, I don't think ringing bells has anything to do with it. We are trying to find similarities between an architect and such a mouth. Uh, At least five. I believe, in fact, exactly five. If you, although, if you could think of even two or three, it would probably be a great boon. Then you will recite the riddle, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth. Is that correct? Is that right? I don't know that one. Um, I, I, you know, I used to love riddles when I was a kid. Uh, I can try doing some research we got a we got some books some riddle books upstairs i think somewhere uh mostly i think in the kids section but um uh if you want is that a dig rick i I mean if anything at at the crow man for being childish i don't know Um, i I would deeply appreciate that if you have the availability you mentioned moments ago that you were not 
encountering too much uh, traffic at the library, but I would not want to take you away from your important duties. I've learned recently that library services are among the most important enforcement professions. I like to think so. And uh, I appreciate you, you know, respecting the old local library system. Um, uh, tell you what, let me do some work. And uh, can I call you back on this number? Yes, this is an excellent number, assuming that it does not, like the car outside, burst into flame. Um, <laughs> Take care and have a good afternoon. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> there a delay. Devil's mouth could have something to do with lies, maybe? And he, the crow man now turns his head towards Cadrex. You have been asked, and now you must answer, or very bad luck you will have. Oh, now we are about to very... About Back to very, very bad, bad luck. It does vary, and we are unsure as to what the reason. Do we think, perhaps, if we answer when it is very bad, there is violence, but if we answer only when it is bad, then it is perhaps truly a, a bad luck? So like, far, everybody who has answered has turned into a crow. We have, in fact, no guarantee that any given answer would have any other effect. Oh. Huh. And I do not have a car. No, neither do I. You hear, your bad luck starts now. Can I play a trouble against myself? Yeah, what's your trouble? Uh, fighter, or uh, I'm gonna, um, my trouble is going to be uh, part human, and the trouble itself is kind of that humanistic fight or flight, and I'm just gonna teleport away. Oh! <laughs> Where are you teleporting to? Anywhere. <laughs> Well, you got to picture where you're going. I know. Uh, so probably right the back garden. where we... Yeah, the garden. <laughs> like, I okay. just panic teleporting away. Like, no, well, too afraid. You, you, get, you get your point of determination and just... You, this, Sorry, friends. The Kadrax, okay. Benny, the rest of you, you see Ulez just vanish and, uh, tele, you know, crack, green crackle teleports away. Ulez, you poof, bamf to the garden. Oh. And as you're standing there next to the garden, you hear, like, a crack and a crackling, and then like a buzz and some buzzing, and the buzzing gets louder and louder and louder as the bee boxes all split no. open and just hundreds of bees come out and start it's like circling time. around. Oh no, um, we greet you. Ah, uh, you should be napping. It is time for you to sleep. What are you doing? Um. The bees start kind of swirling around you. And like I said, there are crows everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then the crows start kind of... And you find yourself being encircled by bees and crows and some of those bees start stinging. Ooh. Uh, but okay, you're sorry. plastic, so they just kind of, you know, start hitting off of you. Their stingers do not seem to penetrate your, you know, your, your hide. Uh, um, I'm going to curl into a ball. Quick question. Can yeah. I phase? <laughs> Ghost crow. In crow form? Yeah. Yes, you can. Yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, the second that Ulysses disappears, I phase and I fly out. Yeah, you go through the wall. Yeah. And uh, 
as you fly out, you, you sort of find yourself lost in a sea of crows that are just circling in the air. Yeah. And um, give me a coordination roll to see how well you fly. Crow coordination. Four plus four is eight. Four plus four is eight. Um, okay, you know, you're you're not flying like a birdie. It's it's a little rough. You you have sure. kind of trouble, you know, controlling your path, but you are able to stay airborne and and generally able to keep kind of putting yourself back in the direction you want to go. Um, what what are you doing? You're just looking for Ulez? Yeah, just flying to like protect Ulez from the uh I, from the swarms, the two swarms. Give me an investigation roll. This is going to be seven plus roll, which is, uh, that's going to be an 11. An 11. All right. Yeah. You spot Ulez over by the garden, curled up in a ball on the ground, um, uh, surrounded by crows and bees. And that the bees are sort of, you know, trying to sting Ulez to no avail. The crows are right now just shrieking at them. Uh, great. I'm gonna start just dive bombing some of the crows. Okay. Um, I I, I love action crow. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Vian, give me a. Gee, what should I call this? Um, let's call it a coordination roll. No, let's call it a prowess roll because this is kind of like your version of fighting, right? You're dive bombing. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Right, give me a prowess roll. Um, except the prowess your prowess as a crow, uh, is reduced to two. Okay. Oh, so the crows only fight at a two. Good to know. <laughs> a four, what, it's just four. This is a way to die. Uh, so that's a, a six. Okay. Um, you, you know, you dive bomb one of the crows and, and hit one of them. And, and you know, uh, let's say, you know, you, 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 you trade little beak pecks with a mm-hmm. couple of the other ones and sort of start backing them off from Ulez. Um, and, uh, at that point, um, the crow man teleports right next to you. Um, and uh, he points at Ulez and says, you have been asked and now you must answer or very bad luck you will have. Uh, um, uh, how and, about, yeah. And, and he points at two of the crows that Vion is fighting with. And those crows start to grow oh, no. and grow and grow and grow and grow until they are as tall as the crow man himself. Um, one flanking him on either side. And one of those crows just claws uh, at the Vion crow. Um, Vion, give me a coordination roll. Great. Can I just phase? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Great. <laughs> I just phase and... Uh... Yeah, I'll phase first, and I have a second move that I planned. All right, you phase, and that yep. crow misses you. The other giant crow um, takes a swipe at Ulez. Oh, no. Ulez. Coordination? Uh, coordination if you're going to try and dodge it. I'd like to try and roll out of the way. Okay, then coordination. I am after all balled up. Uh, that is going to be a nine. a nine. Oh, no, I have a seven. That's ten. Uh, Yeah. Okay, the crow hits you with its claw, and you take... I have plus four armor. Oh, you have plus four armor. Oh, thank God. I've been layering on my armor throughout the seasons. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. Right. You have plus four area. You have four damage resistance. Yes. So uh, you take one 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 point of damage. Is it um, like a peck or like a claw? It's the claw. Where's my three fingers? Okay. And um, Cadrax, Benny, what are you doing inside the house? Cat- <laughs> Caitlin's very bad at riddles. Can I make like an intellect roll for like a piece of insight? Um, if I roll well enough? Yeah, you can give that a shot. With my really bad um, intellect. One of us score. should have just looked this up on our phones. <laughs> give me um, give me an intellect roll, Benny. I've never been more pleased that even if I wanted to, I could. You could not help me. <laughs> that's a um, that's a six. <laughs> you start thinking about it. Nothing pops into your I've head immediately. I've been thinking about it. Okay, I figured um, I'd try. Nothing pops into your head because you're a little distracted because you yeah. notice that there is a cloud of bees coming towards that giant open window in the house. Your mom's standing right behind you. Um, their force oh. field's no longer active because Vian's magic broken. Mom, um, can you, mom, mom, can you guys go hide in the basement for a second? <laughs> yeah, the basement. That sounds that pretty sounds good. They, they they sort of run off and they're like, why don't you come with us? And they, no, they just, grab a, they grab that guy Archie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would like to. Uh, oh, I don't want to hurt the bees. Um, just okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Actually, um, I want to find like the there's there's always like crafts and stuff happening in this house. Can I find like a cardboard box, um, or like a newspaper, like a. Sure. Roll, there, like there's a stack up, of newspapers ready roll for recycling. Roll it up recycling. really tight. Um, she's gonna start her hands on fire and then roll more newspaper around it to get it smoking. Um, and then I'm gonna try to get <laughs> fill the fill the living room with smoke. Before we go too much farther, I do just want to specify because it feels like it's important to have someone declare. I pick the necklace up off the ground. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, thank, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Cadrax, you now have the necklace in your inventory. Um. All right, now okay. please back to the arson. Okay, um, you set the newspapers on fire. It, like, I'm gonna roll it up really tight, start my hand on fire, get the newspapers burning a little bit, and then wrap it up to smother it a little bit so that it's gonna burn like low and uh, smoke a lot. Uh, and that's and I'm gonna try to fill the the like out the window that area with smoke. <laughs> okay, so that um, they won't want to come through here. Give me a fire control roll to see if you can push the smoke in the direction you want it. Okay, that is a eight. Um, you know, it's just a little newspaper, so um, it's it it, it it is a little, you know. It's not as effective as maybe you might hope, but a cloud of smoke starts drifting towards the window. Some of the bees start to, you know, hover outside, turn their direction the other way, but some of the bees start swarming swarming into the living room. And um, as they do, the crow man teleports right into the living room next to Cadrax and says, you have been asked, and now you must answer, or very bad luck you will have. I look, I look at Cadrax. I'm like, do you have any any ideas at all? This one. 
I'm going to pick up the crowman and fly out the window. Oh, I was going to punch him, but that works too. Cadrax, yeah. <laughs> make a coordination roll. I'm also very, very sorry, but I did say I have aura on earlier. Uh, oh, hey, five, 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 ten. Ten. You grab for the crowman, and he quickly steps out of your grasp, and you grab again, and he quickly steps to the side, and he's actually incredibly quick. Um, for good, I will hurt him then. Nah. Uh, Sam's played Bioshock. What? <laughs> oh, you haven't? No. <laughs> oh, you're in a love Bioshock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and as you, where are you hurting him towards? Um, I my ultimate goal is that if he is about to put some violent form of well violence on me i want to be far away from my allies from their families from anything else it was if nothing else an attempt to make space far more than attack necroman in particular so i'm going toward the outside okay and as you're pushing him towards the outside he says your bad luck starts now and for a second, nothing happens. But then you start to hear like a very light kind of rumbling in the background. And the rumbling grows louder and louder and louder. And Benny, you start to realize you know what this sound is as you peek out the window towards the woods. And coming from maybe some adjacent farm, it's hard to tell. A stampede of cattle oh comes out of the woods, headed towards the house. And we'll pick up right there after the break. <laughs> Thank you so much, everybody. We're at uh, $200. dollars got $50 till the um, lore drop unra- huh. unwraps. Uh, enjoy, I think, some fan art in the reel. We will be right back in 10 minutes. Thank you. What is happening right now? <laughs> And we are back. Uh, thank you so much for sticking with us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the uh, Power Play fan art reel. Um, we, we love the fan art, uh, and uh, we, 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 we are super grateful to everybody who has made the fan art. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get enough more fan art to do an updated reel uh, very soon. We're very close to being able to do that. Um, so we're basically ready to start again here, but, uh, bef- before, um, we, we head back uh, to the action to find out what happens, um, I-, I want to turn the things over, uh, to, um, Omar Najam, uh, for a quick correction. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rick. Uh, Hey everyone. I screwed up real big. Um, uh, the church of Satan sucks. Uh, <laughs> those guys are the absolute worst. Uh, I misspoke. Uh, um, I, I meant to reference, uh, uh, the, satanic temple um who are much more solid folks uh you can actually join and they're constantly fighting for uh reproductive rights uh, uh non-male controls of you know of people to have control over their bodies um also religious liberties uh a super solid organization and i believe you can also join and get a membership card for 25 bucks if i'm not mistaken uh so check go check that out and let's use this as a learning opportunity i'm very happy to say uh i made that i made that goof Here's a way that we can remember so going forward we don't make the same mistake. Uh, it's we trust the temple because they're using their heads. So that's a fun little way to remember that. So we'll go ahead and use this as an opportunity to take that going forward. And just want to do that because the Church of Satan uh, are the worst. And I hate those dudes. So, yeah. So that's, that's my bad uh, and that's on me. So I just wanted to apologize to everybody and quickly correct that. Um, now I'm back to being a bird. Caw. 
Yeah, long story short, when dealing with satanic organizations, please be extra careful which one you are dealing with. Oh my gosh, um, you're eating crow. Okay, okay. Wow. Um, Sam to love everybody. Uh, so, so we are still $50 away from unlocking our F credits lore drop. Um, uh, so and close. no closer to answering this riddle. <laughs> and no closer to answering the riddle. We're going to pick up um, over by the vegetable garden, uh, the flower garden, um, uh, Ulez Galley, you are being attacked by two giant crows uh, via Vigor in crow form, mm-hmm. trying to help out, but not really that effective yet. Ulez, um, it is up to you. What do you want to do? Ooh, um... <laughs> uh, I'm going to teleport away. Realistically, I don't really know that this ghost crows on my side because I'm probably not looking up. Um... Oh, Not to say that two giant crows doesn't take your focus, but two giant crows is pretty terrifying. Okay. Where are you teleporting to? Uh, <laughs> probably back inside the house. Okay. Um, maybe to like, I don't know, do they have a mudroom? A mudroom? Ooh. Like the room that you go with? Yeah, into? definitely. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. like, yeah. But, yeah. but you you haven't seen it. Can, I assume that I would have seen it from the living room. If it's like the, do- the room that would have been would, at the entrance. Describe- yeah, it'd be, it'd be the front door. If they've been, if they've seen the front door, they've probably seen the bedroom. Fair enough. Um, Ulez, uh, you crackle away and bam, you find yourself uh, back in the house. The house is now kind of being swarmed by bees. It's full of smoke. And uh, you, if you look towards the window, uh, you can see um, uh, a stampede of cattle headed straight for the house. Um, real quickly, Vion, what are you doing? Uh, okay, so Ulez um, teleports away. And the crow man yeah. is still before me? No, the crow man no. teleported back over to the house. He's sort of yeah. dealing with Kadrax, who's sort of trying to herd him that's around. Right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. So we've just got the two big crows. Yeah. Um. Great. Let's get him in the sky. You take to the sky. Yeah. Uh, actually. Ugh, yeah. I don't want to destroy the orchards or anything around there because their wings would probably break that stuff. Yeah. Let's take to the sky. Let's go do it. I'm and I'm I'm phased. So you know, good luck. And like you're trying to get them to follow you. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Give me a willpower roll. Heck yeah. Five plus roll is seven. Seven. Okay. These girls don't have phenomenal willpower, so that is that is enough. Um, and yeah, you you kind of circle around in front of them and get their attention, and then fly up, and they come come after you. Uh, you are soaring up into the sky. These two gigantic crows, you know, they're five feet tall. Their wingspans probably twice that. Just coming right up behind you. Uh, they tr- kind of try and you know swipe at you with their beaks, but you're phased, so they they can't really do anything. Um, what what what's your end game here? I'm still trying to figure out this riddle. Uh, so right now, I mean these these are these two are threat. So the idea of keeping them busy is good. They're gigantic birds. Um, other than that, I'm going to keep musing on this. Um, oh, hold on! Once I get into the air, do I see the stampede? Uh, 
Yeah, I would say with a bird's eye view of the farm, you'd probably be able to see that. You want you, you want to make an intellect roll to see if you, you notice it? Uh, actually, I'll make an awareness roll. Okay. Uh, what's your awareness? Is it three? My awareness is amazing. Oh, I rolled a six. Yeah, you absolutely Great. see the stampede. Well, well, well. I think that. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, 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 what is it? A bird in the hand is worth two in the air or something like that? Let's go <laughs> ahead and use this. And I'm going to turn them, and we're going to start to fly towards the stampede. I think two giant birds might be able to stop the stampede. My yes, bird in the hand is worth two in the air. I, I do believe that is the expression. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you're going to try and turn them towards the stampede, essentially. Yeah. Okay. Um, do me a favor, make another willpower roll. All right. This is five plus roll. That's going to be 10. Yeah, no problem. You turn towards the stampede and start flying towards them. The crows stay right behind you. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, back in the house, um, Kadrex, you're still trying to kind of herd the crow man. He, you know, constantly evades your grasp. And, and you know, if you try and grab at him, sometimes he sidesteps. Sometimes he just teleports behind you. We take it just basically impossible. So to, are we to unaware of the cattle at this point? Um, no, no. You, well, you I think definitely, I was made aware of it, yeah. Um, yeah, you you can definitely see it. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go outside. I would like, okay. he seems to be wanting to follow us. So I'm just going to go outside. <laughs> Uh, uh, you walk outside, and uh, as you pass uh, the crow man, he, he says, um, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Hold that thought. I'm going to go over to the, I'm going to go towards where the cows are, um, and I want to lava, lava on and get big, and I want to scare them from, so they don't run into my mother's house. <laughs> Ooh, uh, okay. Um, you start to lava on. Um... And I want to say, um, yep. uh, do we have to get all five at once or can I give you like one right now as like a consolation prize? Then I'll get back to you. You have been asked and now you must answer or very bad luck you will have. Oh my God. An arch. It's in a mouth. An architect does that. And as you answer, you start to feel a weird oh, no. tingle as your body starts to like shrink up and feathers come out Am of I a your lava pores crow? as you as you change into a lava crow. <laughs> well, if I'm still lava, do I still have all my powers? I can still get big. <laughs> Uh, you you have your lava power, um, which is built say, into uh, growth is built into my lava growth power. is built into. Um, I buy They're that. The same power, yeah. Um, you, you don't have to do anything to grow, right? It's no, like, uh, I just do it. But, um, but I am actually allowed to make you make a roll. Okay, right? cool. If, I'll do if it. If growth is like, uh, an, if it's you significant, know, a significantly different, difficult uh, yeah. task, and yeah. you are not used to doing this in crow form, and this is very, very weird. So, um, let's see. Growth increases the same enlarged, blah, 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 blah. Your strength becomes greater, blah, 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 blah. Uh, damage resistance at levels so to say you gain. Oh, wait. No, it's stretching is the one you oh, have. Oh, that's right? right. It's stretch. It's not growth. Yeah, growth okay. Sorry. <laughs> GM may require a stretching test for extreme distances or difficult uses of your ability. You use your stretching level for tests to escape. Uh, yeah, okay. which is different um, than growth. Yeah, which is different. Um, but I so can, I can all roll if you want me to. What did you have in... Uh, how much did you have in aura? Okay, so... Uh, oh, uh, 
It would have probably been, have been. I probably should have asked this before. Yeah, um, no, I was trying to figure out what I, what, I didn't know if I was going to have to roll, so if I couldn't even do it. Um, uh, four in aura. So, four in um, magma and one in growth. I don't need to get that big. I just need to get <laughs> big enough. Okay. Um, Give me a roll on that one growth. One growth, okay. Lack of a great, but we'll try. Ooh, that's a three. <laughs> so wait, total three or total four? Total three. I rolled a two plus one. <laughs> um, you grow like uh, like slightly, so you are like a slightly bigger than average crow Delightful. who is made, made of, of lava. lava now. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I still fly and try to scare the cow herd? <laughs> Yeah, you are you are a crow. You can fly uh, as as the crow flies, as they say. Um, and uh, you, you can oh, what Sam? I I know you were thinking it first. Um, so you, uh, yeah, you are able to fly, Vion. You are bringing these two giant crows in when you sort of see this little flaming speck kind of <laughs> coming towards you know, uh, the, the, the herd, as you get closer, you can see that this is a flaming crow, like a lava crow. Um, you know what? Let's try something real quick. Can I say in crow, hi, Benny? <laughs> yes. Right. I mean, like it, that's like a, a, a huge aspect of like, they can communicate. They have a really intricate, uh, vocabulary, right, Sam? The crows, crows could talk to each other. Communication is not like Ugh. a fully understood discipline the way that it is for dolphins. But given that we understand they have learning capabilities, while we're not fully sure about like the Thank you, mode folks. of learning. Good night. We're we're ending the show with crow communication. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, Rick. You can't you yeah. can't stop it. The puns are going to keep coming. No, Sam is too powerful. Most certainly cannot. Um. Uh. Yes, I'm going to say, yeah, absolutely. Um, you can communicate with uh, uh, Benny. Uh, it's so funny when someone else says it. Great. In that, that's interesting. Hey, Benny, I'm going to see if Benny responds. Hello. Okay, great. Well, I'm sorry to hear that you're a crow, but that's interesting. I want to turn to the other crows, and I'm faced, I'm not so worried about this, and ask, hey, were you all humans before, or are you permanent, like permacrows? Some of the crows you hear like, I was a human, I was a human, but some of them just kind of screech back at you. Okay, great. Interesting. First of all, the screeching is just noise making then in that case. There's nothing being communicated but just yelling at me. Don't appreciate that. Second of all, uh, okay, great. All of you who used to be human, um, we're going to get you all. How's it going? My name's Beyond Faker. We're going to get you all freed. This is my friend Benny over here. Um, uh, if you're human, uh, Benny, do you got the? Do you think that you can handle the cattle situation? Well, I'm sure gonna try. <laughs> okay, great. It, it's probably better than my plan. I was gonna fly this. I was gonna fly these birds near the cows. That was it. Yeah. So great, Benny. The next, the, oh, sorry. Yeah. We're, uh, and what I'm gonna do, Benny, is I'm gonna try to collect all the human crows, and I'm gonna see if we can form some sort of uh, pact. Good crow alliance. I love it. Crow alliance. There it is. Okay, great. Yes. Um, and I'll see you in a sec. Um, yeah, you're working on the Crow Alliance. Um, the Rev Crowlution is upon us. This is, just so you know, Rick, this is our best episode. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> um, uh, uh, I, hey, thank Ravity who came up with the idea of the Crow Man way back when. I, I just, I just thank ran you, with the ball. Yeah. Um, so, um, fine, fine, fine. No, <laughs> so let's 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 take a second with uh, Benny. Um, oh, what is your plan here with the stampeding cattle? I'm bright and hot and slightly larger than your average crow. Um, I want to call real loud. Uh, cows spook easy, so if I can get in front of them and like do like a big flap show of being scary and on fire and loud, I want to see if I can get them to stop or turn or divert. That's the plan. <laughs> Uh, I love I this plan. I'm a By crow. The way, if I see this correctly, I believe we have unlocked the after credits lore drop. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, everybody. It means so much that you support the show the way you do. Um, and uh, and cool. It's it, it is a cool little lore drop. Um, so Benny, it's a stampede of cattle. It doesn't really take much skill to get yourself in front of them. But the whole flapping your wings and kind of shrieking and being scary enough to get their attention and stop them dead in their tracks, that's kind of difficult. So I would like you to roll a willpower roll. Um, yes. Your willpower remains unaffected uh, by, but you know, because it's not a physical trait. Um, so uh, give me, give me a willpower roll. Okay. So, so this is an attribute roll that I'm using my my powers in? Do I get to use my aura specialty? Uh, That's what you described? <laughs> yeah, I, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> do you get to use your aura specialty? It's an attribute role. It is. You know what? It, it, it's, it's a borderline case, but... I'm, I'm kind of having know. I'm having fun with the idea, so let's say yes, it'll apply. Sick. Here. Okay. Um, willpower plus. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a thirteen. That's a max dice. <laughs> a thirteen. You just you know start spreading your wings and kind of shrieking, rah, rah, and like the cows start charging at you, and you start shrieking, and the cows keep charging, <laughs> and then like as the cow gets close to you, it, like the first cow stops, and like all the cows behind it just stop, and they all just kind of stand there in this big long line stretching oh. back to the forest. Our first success, <laughs> my my only success of the day. I love it. Okay, um, I'm just gonna keep kind of doing that until they go back. They gotta go home at some point, so I, I might as well start that process. So I'm just gonna. You start working on that. Meanwhile, okay. back at the house, um, Ulez, Kadrax, bees are swarming around the living room, and um, the Crow Man has teleported back to the scene of the living room, and uh, he goes over to um, he teleports right next to Ulez, and uh, he says, um, "You have been asked, and now you must answer, or very bad luck you will have." Mm-hmm. Um, we are formulating our answer, um, right now. Um, uh, and Ula's not answering. They're just going to kind of like sidle past the Chromian and like closer towards Cadrax. And he says, uh, your bad luck continues. And nothing seems to happen. And suddenly you start hearing some shrieking from the basement. No, 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 no. I will run towards the basement. Ulez, 
you run towards the basement door, you open the door and you go down uh, the narrow set, uh, set of stairs and you see Lola and Eileen and Archie are all like kind of like clinging to like parts of the wall as the entire floor of the basement is being sucked into a giant sinkhole. Um, oh, oh no, humans are... Oh, good at that. Uh, contracts, uh, assistance is required. Uh, contracts is in the, will have been engaging in violence. Uh-huh. Because the point at which bad luck falls upon them is one thing. But screaming from the basement? No. I don't care how dodgy he is. I want to prowess this no, that is not Ulez's bad luck to be visited upon others. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. So I'm going to be okay. attacking the grown man. I guess we'll okay. find out if that's trouble for me. Roll initiative. All right. Yep, no, in the tray. Uh, nine. Crow man goes first. Okay, go for it. Um, go for it. Uh, you kind of square up, letting him know it seems that uh, you are going to be uh, trying to fight with him. And let's see, what does he do? Um, the first thing he does is he kind of laughs. <laughs> and then there's like a kind of a little bit of a flash of light. And suddenly there are 10 of him. Your turn. Ping. Give me a ping roll. Uh, oh, it's actually not going to be that impressive right now. Uh, so that does, actually, that will do nothing right now. Because um, I realized I'm in aura. Oh, you're in your aura. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Do, do you want to just call something else or? Uh, yeah, actually, if you don't mind, I think, you know, I, I yeah, think yeah, it's a hum, but like. There's hum around Catrax, at least for now. Um, I will then, sp- I will then spend it uh, shifting back. Your unarring? My, my power balance, yes. Okay, uh, what's what's your new balance? Uh, aura zero. Aura zero. Okay. Um, the Crowman, his ten duplicates kind of just encircle you, and then they all kind of in unison laugh. <laughs> but they don't attack at all. Um, that brings it back to you. Burst. Um, what, are you what are you bursting? Like a blast? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, give me... How are you doing this blast? It's not like a targeted blast, right? So are, are you... Or... Uh, no, it's not. Um, so it's... Let's see. I think I would like to flavor this close to the closer to the ultrasonic, um, rather than something seismic, something low frequency, um, high pitch, piercing, uh, physical damage. Okay, it's- that sounds like a complex task. Um, okay. Give me a complex task, girl. Sure. Um. Fifteen. Fifteen. 
Okay, that is a major success. Um, you let off, you said a low, low pitch frequency. High pitch, high pitch. Oh, I'm sorry. Not, high so as not to destroy, do damage to the building and to the safety of people therein. Right, sorry, I had that backwards. Yeah, you let off a high pitch frequency. And the first thing you notice is a lot of the crows in the room, you know, and the bees kind of like, the bees seem to kind of lose their coordination a little bit. A couple of them hit the walls. Some of them fly out the door. Some of the crows, like, this is like the loudest shriek they've ever heard. You know, they seem kind of intimidated. And some of them go swooping back out the window. Uh, the the 10 duplicates of the crow man, you know, all put their hands over their ears. And they also kind of shriek very birdlish, bird-like, you know. Rah! And uh, then they all teleport away. Gone. Uh, at this point, have I heard you, Ulis? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then I will not give chase, reluctantly. There's a lot of yelling for help and, like, the clag yeah. clagging and crumbling sounds. Okay, okay. I'll go downstairs. Uh, I'm, I'm, you had I'm coming for him. I am, I'm coming for you. There. You start heading downstairs. Meanwhile, Vion, um... You were trying to communicate uh, with the other crows. Yeah. Um, what is your ultimate goal here? You were trying to form some kind of uh, crow alliance, or you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Crow alliance um, with sort of like the expat humans. What do you say to them? Uh, hey, everybody, how's it going? Uh, listen, you've all been turned into crows. Um, and, uh, the thing is, if we can get myself back to my human form, I can turn you all back into humans because I can do magic, similar to the crow person. So, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm a little bit of a pop culture nerd. Um, if anyone here has seen Alfred Hitchcock's, uh, The Birds, pretty easy to attack a person. Uh, let's go ahead and turn it. Let's make ourselves the protagonist of the story. <laughs> and, uh, let's all just simultaneously attack the crow man while my friends figure this out. And I'd like to, my goal is to give the crow man like the condition of being distracted. Okay. You were trying to assemble a little crow army and uh, help turn them into the protagonists for lack of a better yeah. word. Um, so give, yeah, sorry. <laughs> give me a willpower roll. Okay. This is five plus roll. Uh, pumpkin. That's as best I can do. 11. 11. Um, some of the crows definitely seem like on board, um, you know, and uh, they're like, you know, rah, rah, let's get them. Rah, rah, rah. Great. Um, and uh, you kind of get this, you know, little crow army that sort of just following right on your, your on your tail. Yeah. Um, and uh, you don't see the crow man anywhere. You are right now sort of hovering, you know, above the lawn where the, the stampede was happening coming yeah. from the forest. Um, where, where do you lead them? Uh, into the house. I mean, that's where he would be. That's where everybody was. Okay. You fly in towards the house with all yep. these crows right behind you. Meanwhile, Benny, um, do me a favor. Make another willpower roll. Okay. That one's less good. Still pretty good. A nine. Nine. You have managed to kind of turn the cows around. Uh, some of them are headed back through the forest towards, you know, the farm next door, wherever they came from. Some of them are now just milling about on the lawn, kind of eating the grass, um, you know, doing cow stuff. 
And uh, um, what do you want to do? Um, if I, the cows go away, I'm going to go back and find my friends. See what's going on. Okay. Lava Crow flies back towards the house. As you turn, you see a slightly translucent phased crow leading oh. just like a whole army of crows in through the broken window, just <laughs> funneling right in there. Um, well, I feel like I'm going to hurt some of, I don't want to hurt any of them because I'm like this, um, but I want to be nearby. You know, like I don't want to hurt another crow. Right, in crow's proximity. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good. Lord. Oh, he's nowhere to be found here. <laughs> no, certainly not. Um, so, yeah, let's say you... Um, is there another way in? I mean, there's the this hole in the, well, in the, you know, front of the building. In the back, there's a big, that big sliding door for the porch. Um, <laughs> Let me know if I can do this. Can I try to give myself a human form because I'm made of lava? Um, you try, but you find the crow man's power does okay. not let you leave okay. your crow form. All right. Are any of the the crow men? Because there's a bunch of them now. Are any of them like out like? trying to get like getting out of the swarm or like how are they reacting to it physically? uh like the crows no the crow man oh the crow man teleported away oh. when cadrax made the uh the loud sound we don't know where they teleported to oh yet. i We're see not clear yet. i okay i got it. i missed that um then i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go up high and see if i can spot him anywhere on the property okay uh you fly up into the air um Meanwhile, Kadrax, you head down into uh, the basement. Uh, and down here, Ula's has like a broom. They're holding on to like the dust, like the broom part, trying to extend the handle out to like Lola. Um, but like, it's too far away. Ula's is little and that sinkhole is terrifying. Yeah, Lola is like hanging on to uh, this like kind of unit of shelves that's like bolted to the wall, um, and she's kind of trying to reach uh, for the broom. Cadrax, Cadrax, you come down the stairs in time to see Bamf, the Crow Man appears, <gasps> right next to Lola. He is floating in air with. A bunch of crows kind of carrying him by his coat. And uh, he says to Lola, What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Don't. Lo- Do not answer. And, and Lola starts swiping for the broom. Lola, give me a coordination roll. Uh, uh, 11. She manages to catch the end of the broom. What do you do? Teleport. To where? Gardens. Okay. Um, give me a teleportation roll. With my uh-oh? Yeah. Uh, that's okay. And that's going to be a nine on teleportation. Okay. And bamf, you and Lola disappear with the broom and appear in the garden. 
you are now surrounded by bees and crows. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, in the basement, Kadrak, you come down just in time to see Ulez and Lola disappear. And the crowman sharply turns his head to Eileen and says, What five things make the I architect charge. exact you charge? Um, I know he's a crowman, but we're going to play a game of chicken. I have an idea. So yes, I fly at him. Directly at him. Oh my god. What All are these you saying this episode for the birds? Just go with the crow. <laughs> oh my god. Um okay, so it's prowish? Uh that is just entirely a, just up like a charge. You. you said you're charging? Yeah, I basically come into the entrance of the basement, the sinkhole before me, and take flight in having been previously aggressive and flying directly at him. All right. Flight is a free move for you. So mm -hmm. I'm going to call this prowess to see if your attack lands. Um, give me a prowess roll. Um, let's see. I think this is just straightforward. So 14. Max die. Plus weapon. Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, you managed to hit him. Should have damped. But he does not seem phased by it in any way. He kind of just goes, <laughs> and he points at two crows that are flying next to him, and they grow till they are the same size as he are. There's not he is. They're now two gigantic crows hovering in front of you. Um, Have I displaced him? No, he did not move an inch. Um, Give me a, an initiative roll. Okay. Uh, nine. All right. Kadrax, you're going to go first, and then the crows. Okay, um, I grab Eileen, and I fly out of the room. You grab Eileen, and you fly out of the yeah, room? Yeah, I don't care about uh, Crowman. I was just hoping Crowman would bamf by the time I got to him. Ah, okay. Isn't there somebody um, else in that room? Yes, there's also uh, Archie. Yes, there's also Archie. Um, <laughs> so... I gotta go you one grab, at a time if they're if they're crows about to attack. Those crows are right next right. to Eileen. Yeah. Give me a coordination roll. Okay. Hey, Dot. No, I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not even gonna say it. I'm not gonna put you under performance pressure. That was a five on the die plus coordination. Is a ten. Five on the die plus coordination is a ten. Okay, yeah. You grab Eileen and fly out two giant crows right on your tail. Okay. Um as 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 you are flying up, you can sort of hear the crow man asking towards Archie, uh, what five things make the architect exactly like? And you fly up the stairs. Meanwhile, as you head up the stairs, you see coming towards you into the house a, a sort of ghostly crow leading an army of just dozens, perhaps hundreds of crows flying right behind him, coming right at you. I wrap myself around Eileen to protect her with my body. Beyond, you see Kadrax and Eileen, you see Kadrax wrap themselves around uh, her. And uh, what do you do? Uh, I, I, I fly the crows as far away as possible, like to make a very conscious symbol of like we are going out of our way to not come into contact with you. It's what I usually do when I'm walking down the street. Give <laughs> me willpower. Willpower, yeah. It's five plus. Roll. Come on, something big. It's the pumpkin again. Eleven. Best I can do. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
they all kind of turn sharply with you and go right around. Kadrak, you are almost a little surprised to see that none of the crows, you know, seem to attack or try and even, or even hit into you. They very carefully just navigate around you. Orchids are very smart. Apparently they have good taste. Uh, get away. I need to go get the loud man. You're talking to Eileen? Yes. And she's just like, uh, looks around, you know, bees, crows. She's like, where do I go? Away. I don't live here. Uh, okay. Um, and she goes darting out the front door. Um, Ulez, you are in the garden with Lola. And uh, you are surrounded by bees and some yep. crows. Um, and uh, Lola is uh, kind of like, bees, oh no, they're supposed to be hibernating. Bah, go to sleep, bees, go to sleep. <laughs> That's what I said. Um, and much like Cadrax, Ulysses is going to try and protect her with their body um, while hurting her, doing that little like shuffle step towards the shed. Doing this, okay, towards the shed. Yeah, what um, was it called? It was like treehouse, but it was actually a shed. By the uh, garden, well, you're probably next to the hobby shed. Oh, yeah, you're hobby next to the hobby shed, perfect. yeah. Um, okay, uh, and yeah, it's like as you're moving, you can see uh, Lola's like, ah, oof, ah, she's getting stung a little bit. Um, oh, we are, and, sorry. Uh, she's like, just move, go, go. Okay. And the two of you kind of join hands and run uh, the rest of the way into the mm -hmm. shed. And uh, she opens the door and like closes it behind her um, and, and locks the door. It seems like it is safe in here, at least for a moment. Um, and she's like, oh, oh my God, I'm stung everywhere. Oh, oh my God, this is so painful. Oh, uh, please remain stationary. Um, if you see some glowing, please understand that I am doing good, and I would like to heal. Give me a healing roll. Yeah. Uh, I haven't done that in so long. I have healing level five. That's going to be ten. Okay, uh, did you roll your uh-oh? No. My limit on my healing is it's tiring. Oh, right, your limit is tiring. I'm sorry. So I'm going to just uh, get, so, I'm going to lose some stamina. Yeah, so that brings you down. Uh, you had lost one before, so now mm -hmm. you lose two more. So seven, six, five, four. So you were down to four. You got um, it. But Lola, all of the bee stings just heal perfectly. And she's like, oh, thank God. Maybe we should just stay here where we're safe. Uh, yes, we will keep an, uh, uh, an eye. We will keep both of our eyes open and ready to accept more allies should they need sanctuary. And as you say that, bam, the crow man appears right next ah! to the two of you. And he looks at Lola and says, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Um, uh... And, and oh, he turns to you, Ulez, and says, you have been asked and now must answer... Yes, we what will. The more answer. bad luck you will have. No more. Oh, your bad luck is terrible. Why are you doing this? What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's ah. mouth? 
we do not understand. What kind of existence do you have if all you do is ask a very, very complicated riddle? You have no context for this. How do you expect anybody to answer? Do you just want everybody to be crows? Why not just make everybody crows then? And he says, your bad luck continues now. And suddenly water starts to rise out of the ground as the groundwater just starts pushing its way through the dirt and start to crack the floor beneath you. And he turns to Lola and says, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? And Lola's just like, oh my God, I hate you. It's just like, <laughs> who cares? And uh, he says, that is incorrect. Oh. And he points no. at her, and she shrinks down into no. a crow. Welcome to the resistance. <laughs> Jadrax, you fly down into the basement, you said? Yes, I need the loud man. Um, Benny, you came in through the house. Um, no, right? no. I've oh, been. I was. I was. I went to do oh, like an aerial view to see if I could see anyone that was happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Benny, uh, give me an investigation roll. Sorry, I, I forgot. Do yeah. this to myself every time. That's a seven. Seven. Um, you don't see the crow man anywhere, but you do start to notice uh, some puddles forming, even though it's not raining. <laughs> and as you watch, those puddles seem to get bigger and a little bit bigger, and you realize uh, there is some kind of weird. Flood starting from awesome. somewhere. Great. I love that. Um, there's absolutely nothing I can do about that. Uh, <laughs> anything else you want to do? There's, I, I have nothing. I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. You, you continue to keep an eye on things. Cadrax, you said you were headed into the basement to look for Archie, I guess. The loud man, yes. Yeah, the loud man. Um, you you fly back down towards the basement, uh, and uh, you see Archie uh, clinging to the wall. Um, he is holding on to like a you know like a coat hanger, you know, like a metal coat hanger that's just sort of bolted into the wall, and he, the sinkhole has now basically consumed the entire floor. I fly across the way to Archie. I take hold of him and I say, do not worry. I am a surgeon. And I fly now. Uh, okay. You, 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 you grab him and he's just like, a surgeon? How is that gonna... And then you like, and he's like, whoa! And you just fly him up the stairs and he's like, I think that thing's coming back! And you get to the top of the stairs, and as you are flying up the stairs, the crow man is just standing at the top of the stairs, and he say, you know, kind of looks towards Archie, and he's like, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Do not answer him. He is weak. And Archie's just like, I hate this so much! <laughs> um, Vion, what are you doing with your army of crows? We're seeking out the crow man. Okay, he's just standing at the top of the stairs. Since you've flown through the living room, this is very easy to find. Uh, great. Then I call out to my friends, peck them to all hell. I'm going to unfaze. Let's go. Give me a willpower roll. Great. Five plus roll. Uh, five plus five is ten. Five plus five is ten. Uh, okay, they follow you. Great. Um, 
Now you're going to peck at him. So it's a prowess roll, but your prowess is reduced to two because you're in crow form. Give me a prowess roll. Uh, That's four total. Okay, the crows start swarming around the crow man, pecking at him. And uh, he seems a little confused for a moment, but then, bam, disappears. This guy. Uh, Great job, everybody. Keep him on the run. (laughs) They're all kind of like cheering and celebrating. Fantastic. Um, We got this. I can't wait to return you all to human form. Let's go. We spin back around. I am pulling, because I'm a pop culture person, I don't know if this is going to need any role or anything like that. I just want to explain how Vion is understanding how to guide this entire fleet. Uh, Star Fox, baby. Star Fox 64 rolls. <laughs> we are like, anytime we hit a corner, we are just like rolling and banking against it, going back up. So that's what it looks like, just for just to paint the mental image there for everybody in the theater of the mind right now. Cadrax, where did you take Archie? Uh, roughly where I took Eileen, give or take. Okay, so back up to the living room. Um, Ulez, what are you doing right now? Angrily stomping out of that shed. um, And probably out to see Eileen and uh, other friend with Cadrax. Okay. Uh, You start headed back towards the house. Um, Cadrax, you see Ulez coming back up the porch. Um, you, Archie, Ulez are standing there. You can see Lava Bird circling in the sky above you. Uh, oh. When Cadrax, your phone rings. What? Hello, this is Benny Beckett's phone, Caden Dialto speaking. <laughs> and you hear say, Hey, Caden, uh, it's Pete. How's it going? Could be better. Ah, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I hope your day picks up. You know, things have been kind of nice down for me here at the library. It's kind of slowed down a little bit. And uh, oh, I, I got a chance. It's flying by over here. Huh. Uh, well, you know, hey, it's, it's weird, right? You know, time is strange, wibbly, wobbly. Um, and uh, so I, I got a chance to kind of, you know, poke around at that, uh, that riddle you asked about. And uh, it, it's pretty strange. I, I fed it through a bunch of search engines and it's a bunch of stuff. I called some of the, some of the other librarians in my librarian circle. Um, and yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, we, we, we love a good challenge. Um, and uh, I, I got, I got a reference um, from Liz who said uh, she found a reference uh, to something similar to this in an old book about urban legends in connection with uh, some weird character Crow called the Crow Man. Man. Yeah, yeah, you've heard of it. Well, apparently, according to the legend, in 1923, a resident of uh, 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 Bellwood, Michigan, was uh, passing over uh, the Sandy Creek Bridge. Uh, and was approached by some bizarre figure who asked him a riddle and said if he failed to answer correctly, he would be turned into a crow or something like that. And uh, uh, the man did... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, urban legends. Uh, The the man did answer correctly, and uh, he was allowed to leave, um, but he noticed that dozens and dozens of crows were perched on the supports of the bridge, and that the you know, and, and they say that that bridge is still a popular nesting site for crows. Now, modern iterations of the legend claim that the crow man can be summoned by saying his name three times. And that if you answer his riddle correctly, he'll grant you a wish and bring you good luck. 
And apparently that riddle you asked me is the riddle that he asks. There, by your looking it up and finding connection to said Carman, I can't imagine that your fine library records would contain anything approximating an answer. Well, I don't see anything like an answer here. Um, I don't know. You know, uh, it just says, what five things make the architect into a devil's mouth? Now, I, I kind of have a mind for riddles, you know, and uh, um, it, it occurs to me, it's like, grammatically, it would probably be like, what five things make an architect exactly like a devil's mouth? The fact that it's asking, it says the architect makes me think that it, it's asking about some specific architect or some specific person. Rick, is it into or exactly like... Uh, you've been saying exactly yeah. like you just you just said into, so I want to make that sure that does we're indicate that maybe it's it's not the. Oh, did you, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Okay, Sorry, I, 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 sure. I, I just misre- misread. Um, I just wanted to make sure that that was not something that we should be paying attention to. Right, we would yeah, need no. to get yeah. We need to stay on the Frank Lloyd Wright track. Yes. Sorry, my 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 my, my eyes got distracted by another Frank word for Lloyd Wright thing. I'm I literally have the Tree of Life lamp on my desk. I'm gonna have a meltdown. I swear, right now on camera, I'm gonna turn into a puddle. I turn into a crow. I will turn into a freaking puddle of liquid. Let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> so he's like, I don't know. That that would be my guess. Is like try and figure out, you know, if there's some significant architect or who something. built the bridge. What? I'm, what? I'm so oh, sorry. There's, I, there was a I, yeah, while I hear that, and I have no idea what to do with it. Uh, <laughs> and, and, um, so, Caitlin, where are you? What are you doing? You still just circling in the air? Yeah, I'm just. I'm trying to get. I'm just listening to everybody. Like I don't. I'm trying to see where everybody is because I can't. I feel like I can't do anything. <laughs> So Pete's like, yeah, it's like, I, I would try and figure out if there's some specific architect that might have some connection to this crow man or something like that. Um, you know, let me know if you need any more help. I'm here for another couple hours. I thank you. I appreciate your assistance and uh, additional context, perhaps in about a year. I will come by and find out more about devils and their mouths, because this is still incredibly unclear to me. Well, you can come sooner than that if you want. Uh, but, uh, no. but, you know, but a year is good, too. Um, you have a great day, Caden. Always a pleasure. And you, Mr. Alameda of Library Services. Thanks. You're Say hi to everybody for me. I will be quite busy in doing so, farewell. And you hang up. All right. Oh, was that uh, a bird? You stole? Uh, <laughs> I do not understand anything about devils. Uh-huh. But this seems to have something to do with this particular architect. Apparently, everything except the answer is recorded in... Port Ruby Public Libraries, no less, though it required extensive search by Pete Alameda, and in about a year we should give him a fruit basket or some such. Oh, um, yeah. every day. Okay, okay. Um, but for the issue at hand, the bridge. 
Uh, the, the bridges, it was something about a particular they have architect. Titles? I think it is due to the definite article in the riddle. So, and, and Archie's like, the bridge? The Sandy Creek Bridge? Sandy Creek. Is Sandy Creek a person or is it a, an adjectival description of a creek? We know a Sandy uh, Carpa, but it turns out the Carpa is in no way Sandy. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's actually it's a, the, the bridge is over a creek that has sand in it. Uh, it's a Sandy Creek. It's out on Shallow Crossing oh. Road. You are clear and direct, and I wish that my current residents had half of your town's good sense in naming mm-hmm. locations. Nonetheless, are there any notable architects in your town? Uh, well, I'm not really from Bellwood. Uh, I, I, I came here with Priya, you know, from California to shoot a documentary. Uh, I, I don't know anything about this place, and I'll tell you right now, if I get out of here alive, I'm never, ever coming back. Well, he's rambling. I'm going to do an internal Google search using the keyword Sandy Creek. Um, I misheard it, but the road was listed. Shallow Crossing. Thank you. Um, and then the name of this city. Ulez, and then the word architect. Give me an you interface an roll. Yeah, interface. Yeah. Uh, no, not, well... It's gonna come uh, yeah. out of my, my interlock. Give me, interlock right, give me, anyways. Give me investigation, right? Because, okay. yeah. Fourteen. Uh, Fourteen. Okay. Fourteen. See all the lights. For fourteen, you get. Uh, you you start searching the internet looking for information about the Sandy Creek Bridge. It's like, you know, it's Bellwood, small town, Sandy Creek Bridge, a small part of a small town. Um, while you are searching it, bam, the crow man appears next to Archie and uh, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? And Archie's just like, uh, oh, for the love of God, your mama. And, uh, and, and, and he just instantaneously <laughs> turns into a crow. Um, that was only one thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, Ulez, um, as, as you were watching that, as the, as the rest of you see that happen, um, uh, and uh, let's say uh, the Benny Crow and Beyond Crows have sort of, are now sort of circling the area. Um, uh, Ulez, you find a web page that says uh, the Sandy Creek Bridge uh, was built in 1910, um, and there is a plaque on one of the stone supports of the bridge that details its history. But you cannot find a transcription of the plaque or any reference to the name of the architect who built the bridge. Is there, so I do see an image of the plaque? No. Oh, no, no, no. Just a mention of it. There is one, Uh, Cadrax, I am unable to find um, the information that we are seeking. Do Do you perhaps think that we should go to the bridge? Yes. Uh, Mr. Alameda said that this was a nesting location for the crows. Further, Archie said that that was where Priya first confronted the crowman. If nothing else, we have the opportunity to go into his lair and potentially make him slightly 
uncomfortable and inconvenienced. Benny can and I should there. Summon... She knows where it is. Oh. <laughs> Chadrax the Crowman appears right next to you and says, you have been asked and now you must answer it or bad luck you will have. I will take the bad luck, thank you. Let's see, we need the other... We need the and, other... No, I know how to summon... I know how to summon Vion before the bad luck. Right, I'm just trying to get... Pidalamato as... says hello! <laughs> okay, so real quick lore question. Uh-huh. I, I now can communicate via Crow Common. Yeah. Uh, can oh I understand... God human linguistics um i would say yes you know you still retain you know you, that part of your intelligence you you can you, Great, you can track what that is going means on. i'm glad you said that that's in print that means that after this when i turn back into human i'm gonna have crow language memorized as well thank you rick yeah. Great. and i'm gonna use that <laughs> oh damn i'm gonna have crow now shit <laughs> great dude that's sam just wants to uh, Benny and I are going to be talking so much gossip in Crow at like cafes mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. No one's going to be able to. <laughs> mm -hmm. Go ahead. We will start our alien business. It's going to. If Good. you want to start it, we will. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Oh, God. Okay. If we. Okay. It's going to lead to no good. Um, okay. At, at, uh, as you are standing. Alameda, and then you hear a. You don't see it. You hear a caw. You look up where the sun is. It shines in your eyes, and then, like, from that, you start to see the silhouette of the happiest bird, like, instinctually coming in for a hug. But I know there is no Pete, so instead, I just like swoop by you. And as the sky darkens with these crows, <laughs> I look to the crow man about to give me bad luck, and I say, Then we shall fight in the shade. <gasps> and as you are, all this is going on, the wind starts to pick up. And on the horizon, over the trees, you see headed towards the farm, very slowly, a twister. What? No, oh, come you on. Think you can disrupt a twister with sound? How do you think? <laughs> yeah, easy. Let's get, here we go. My bird, my bird bros, we're going we're gonna to try to counter twist. The... No. <laughs> yeah. the okay, no, I meant, I meant Hadrax powers, <laughs> um, but that's fine. We're, we could do it. We just need to. We just need to match the velocity. I still have my physics uh, knowledge. We just need to match the velocity of what mock are we talking here? Dog? I'm gonna start flying to the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Ulus is gonna start running with a little robot legs, following the bird that is on fire. Okay, uh, Cadrax, what are you doing? There's probably a bike, like a buy one of the shins you could. Uh, I just want to a bike. I can't it use would be one. funny though. <laughs> Where is Eileen? Hmm. Uh, Eileen um, is. No, I just told her to go somewhere, and that was oh, the yeah. last that we saw her. So yeah, you don't know where she is. Okay, I have to find her uh, because she is the remaining human on premises, and if there is a twister, then she is in danger. So, how do you want to find her? Uh you know, I've been gifted. Uh, Eminent exam examples of it. Uh, I am going to fly up and I'm going to amplify my voice to holler Eileen. Okay, uh, give me a complex task roll. Well, you're going to get this. I'm changing. Yeah, it's a five on the die plus 17. 
All right, yeah, changing my die. Too many ones tonight. Um, so yeah, you just boom out, Eileen. Um, and uh, after a second, you see the barn door kind of creak open a little bit, and she sticks her head out, and you hear what? Twister incoming, and I'm going to swoop down. And she's like, all right, to the basement. Uh, not to that the basement. That was what I was worried about. Do you consent to be lifted? Yes, yes, lift, lift. Tadrax, you pick up Eileen and head towards the sky. We're going to fly to the bridge to Crowware. Okay, so, Benny, Fire Crow is headed towards the bridge. Uh, Vion, where are you? Man, we're the bird union is going as well. We're going the, to the bridge. Okay, Fire Crow leading and Fire Crow and Ghost Crow leading the 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 bird union towards the bridge. Ulez running on the ground, fire following them. Cadrax flies, zooms over the air, uh, uh, over over the the crows in the air, um, and head towards the bridge. Cadrax, uh, you are probably going the fastest. Um, as you are running along the ground, Ulez, bamf. Crowman appears in front of you. What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? And he's like running alongside you as you run now. <laughs> well, it's terrifying. Oh, God. Uh, big, big no. scary smile. Kind of smile on his face. <laughs> uh, um, I would like to dazzle. Uh, give me a dazzle roll. <laughs> God, please tell me someone clipped that Rick's performance. <laughs> <laughs> please, nobody clip that. So I'm sure my <laughs> sure my protestation is going to be um, done. Um, oh gosh, it's only a level three. Uh, I was a six. And uh, you 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 let off your burst, but he's able to kind of like turn his head back and then turn back to you real fast <laughs> and say, "What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth?" Willis is just gonna start screaming while they run with the crow man. And he says, That is incorrect! And suddenly you feel this weird tingle as your body shrinks down into a weird plastic mechanical crow. They didn't answer though. (laughs) Your shriek counted as an answer. It's almost like he's becoming progressively more uncharitable because he just, like, everything has to be crows. Tens of thousands of crows now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well, this happens... right. They came too close to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> as as that happens, uh, I'm going to, like, because I've been keeping an eye on Ulez, like, from the get-go, that was kind of my motivation, um, to, was to fly out to protect Ulez. So seeing that happen, I'm going to swoop back and just be like, wait, Ulez, can you hear me? Can you understand? Oh! Well, yes, we understand you. Oh, this is, oh, this sounds lovely. The passive cocaine? It's not bad at all. Um, Ah. As long as this is temporary, it will be great. Okay, uh, join join the group. Oh, I don't have feathers. Look at this. Just little, little flappy noodle arms, little, little wires flopping off my wings. And so now Ghost Crow and Fire Crow and Weird Plastic Mechanical Crow lead the army of crows with Cadrax flying above them and forward uh, towards the bridge. And the Sandy Creek Bridge is not that far uh, from Benny's farm. Uh, So you find yourself arriving there. The Crow Man bamfs away for a moment. Um, And uh, 
Cadrax, you see the bridge ahead of you. Um, Eileen is like, that's it. That's Sandy Creek right there. Go, go. Um, you swoop toward yeah. the Sandy Creek Bridge is, you know, it's, it's, it's like, you know, it's it's not like a New York City suspension bridge or anything like that. It's kind of small. Um, and, and yet uh, we are left in suspense. Who let you in here? Um, so, uh, yeah, you you, you, <laughs> you come to the bridge. It's kind of like, you know, it, it's built of rocks, you know, like big stones and, and with cement holding them together, you know, kind of very old fashioned looking. Um, it looks like it, maybe it's been modernized and sort of buttressed with sort of, you know, some metal and some steel plates and stuff. Uh, the road surface is obviously modern and has been repaved. You know, it's like probably once also stones or something like that. Um, and it's got, you know, like a big arch on the underside, you know, like it's, it's sort of a big arch that lets the creek kind of flow beneath it. Um, the creek is relatively shallow and not surprisingly sandy. Um, and uh, uh, what do you want to do? Did Ulas ever say anything about the plaque? Okay. Yeah, while they were searching, they revealed that they didn't find any information, but like what they did find was mention of a plaque. Right. Assume you have that information, yeah. Yeah, just wanted to make sure. The plaque, there's an informational plaque somewhere, Tylene. It's like, man, I walked across that bridge a hundred times and I don't remember seeing any plaque. If I grew up with Priya, <laughs> do I know exactly where that plaque is? <laughs> Benny, give me an, an, an intellect roll. Don't make me do that. Rick. That's cruel and unusual punishment. Um, In bird culture, it's considered a dick move. And that's a one, so it's going to be a four. You, <laughs> Not good. You don't remember any plaque. I am going to fly to one end of the bridge and look around for it because one does not assume it is in the middle of the bridge. One is typically transiting the bridge. It Let's is probably assume... to the side of and near one or other of the entrances. These are the Let's... likely locales. Let's assume the bridge is, you know, you know, north-south in orientation. Yeah. Um, so... You land starting at the south side. Uh, give me an investigation roll. Outside. Seven. Seven. You search around on the surface of the bridge uh, on the south side, and um, you do not see any plaque. All right. I will fly to the north side. All right. Give me an investigation roll. With Eileen with me. Okay. I just, I am, I am, I am bringing her. You you get to the north side and damn, Crowman appears and he and he sort of shouts towards you and Eileen. Uh, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? And Eileen just puts her fingers in her ears and she's like, "I can't hear you! I can't hear you!" La 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 la. Cadrax, give me an investigation roll. Uh, that one was a four on the die, so that's a ten. You search around on the surface of the bridge on the north side and you find no plaque. I put my hand on the bridge and I resonate it to feel where there's a slightly different material from the plaque. Ooh, um, give me a uh, complex task roll for that. 
All right, that's uh, 14. Okay, I set this with a very high difficulty because this bridge is, you know, heavy stone and you don't know what the plaque is made of and you don't know where it is and you don't know how many different things there are on here. That is a marginal success. So this tires you out. I think you lose like a point of stamina or something for a marginal success, yes, right? exactly. All right, so that brings you down to nine. Um, but you still accomplish what you want to accomplish. It just takes a lot of effort and tires you out. Um, you start sending waves through the bridge and you, do, you, you can kind of feel each individual stone. You can feel the mortar between them. You can feel uh, like a, a, a drainage grate, you know, uh, in the middle of it. Um, you, you, and you can feel on the underside of the bridge, like on the support beam holding it up from the water, like right down by the water surface, there is one tiny little square that is a little different. I remember Vian said this once. Bingo. I'm going to fly. You swoop down uh, towards the tiny little square. Um, take Eileen, leave Eileen. Uh, take Eileen. I don't want to risk having bad luck happen to her. Okay, you take Eileen, you fly down. There is, on it, you see a metal square, clearly a plaque, bolted into the stone of the bridge that is kind of all rusted over. Okay. Um, rust being a layer of corrosion, which can be disrupted with vibration. They use sonic tools to clean it. Okay. Give me a complex task tool. Yep. I would like to join them down there. If, if we see they've gone on, yeah, onto something, are, I would like to be with them. Yeah. You are all I think they're probably upside down. down. You know when to you're watch. trying to do something? Instead of just like tilting their head, they're probably upside down right now. <laughs> uh, we're on the lookout. My The, the bird union is on the lookout. Bird union. Uh, are you up in the crow's nest? Up in the crow's nest uh, for uh, Crow Man. It, whenever he, he pops in, we're just going to swarm him. And, uh, okay. Um, I'll, I'll Even tell if you what, actually. While yeah, you're yeah. watching, he sort of pops into the center of the bridge and kind of leg looks over the side. Uh, no, nah, we don't trust him. Um, we're going to go ahead and we're just going to go ahead and bombard him. All right. You start swarming him, and he kind yeah. of looks up and just kind of watches, you know. It does not seem that any of you can really do any damage to him. He actually seems surprisingly tough, but he's, you know, he's not taking any action against you. He's just kind of watching as all of his crows swarm around him, you know, violently. Great. Um, I just want them Kadrex, to Kadrex, how'd you do? His immunity to crow-type damage. <laughs> Kadrex... I got a 14. Um, 14. Um, okay. That's fine. You touch the plaque and send vibrations through it, and the rust just starts to break off bit by bit, you know, just come just, and then suddenly it becomes clear. And you can see Sandy Creek Bridge constructed 1910 architect Sam Vellencourt. S A M V E L L I N C O U R T. V E L L I N as in Nancy C O U R T.
And Leon, as you are swarming the crow man, bamf, he disappears. And bamf, he appears under the bridge, standing knee deep in the water next to you, Cadrax. And he says, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? I cast silence. Give me a complex task roll. Mm -hmm. 13. 13. Cadrax, I am giving you a point of determination. Oh no. See, the Crow Man, he has the power to manipulate luck and probability. Mm -hmm. And as you are about to cast your silence, he waves his hand and you hear music and zone out. The crow man stands there and he turns to Eileen. What five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? <laughs> Can't hear you, Sam. I know, because it's out of character, because Chadrax is hearing music and Sam is cheering for Eileen. Ah. And, and, and Eileen's just kind of like looking up at the birds, the fire bird and the plastic, you know, meta, weird mechanical bird and the ghost bird circling above her head, thinking hard. And she, she grabs Cadrax and starts shaking you, Cadrax. Um, Cadrax, as she shakes you, the music starts to die down. You start to come back, and she's like, Sam Velencourt. It, it's Sam Velencourt. What's the answer? This seems like a very human sort of problem. Uh, also, everyone in our group is doing word game stuff right now. We're <laughs> yes! struggling. I cannot, oh I cannot overstate. Um, Straight up, this, this is this is all of my words. Oh <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> yep, yep. Watching manuscript over here. Um, Another problem. And, <laughs> and and Eileen says, maybe something about the letters. Oh really? Sorry, this is above game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but there are at least six of them in common. Nine in common. See? Uh, by the way, also, my birds, my birds come to attack my birds, bros. I mean, we're all collective. I, I meant to say that just in reference. They're not mine. We're all, we all belong to each other. We're Progress. all representing each other. We're the bird bros. That's the name of the, the, the union. Um, and uh, and it's it's gender uh, neutral bros, I want to say, but you know we're we'll reassess that when we hold the court of, of COVIDs. Uh, so, you just uh, came up with your name and you're reassessing it already. Okay, never mind. Uh, this is. Uh, Come on, are we just going to skate over court of COVIDs over here? Thank you. <laughs> um, so we are going to go ahead and swoop down and 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 try to distract uh, the try to distract the big man himself. Yeah, you start doing your swarming thing again, and yeah. uh, that, that buys Cadrax and uh, Eileen another for a couple of seconds. Cadrax, you want to try and roll? Give me an intellect roll to see if you can get an insight. Sure, love that. Oh, thank you, my die. Thank you, my die. Thank you, my die. Um, so that puts me to 
12, since this is tragically nothing to do with medicine. And Eileen says, maybe something about the vowels? I will straight up quit. <laughs> that was your first guess. <laughs> I will straight up quit, walk out, and go get a burrito. <laughs> if it has Don't to leave me with them. Don't leave me with the crowd. You give you a second to think where it says it's all happening in the heat of the moment. I know, that's the thing. I'm like, you I can either be role-playing so, or I can be yeah, looking just at so words. Just so there's not dead air, uh, I'm going to be pretty much useless in this. So I'm going to go ahead and just, uh, while you're all figuring that out, uh-huh. um, I'll just sort of talk more about what the bird union is doing. <laughs> here is the bird union right here. That is and, it, uh, with incredible foresight, drew the crows into the background long before that, uh, uh, this ever happened. Um, so go. let it um, never be said that Caitlin uh, cannot see the future. I am psychic, but only about tabletop RPGs. And that's something I've been saying for like four years as a joke, but it, it continues to it be true. Continue. What, else, what else would you want to be psychic about? Right. You know what? Um, I don't know what's going to happen right now, uh, but uh, I'm going to fly down as we're all kind of attacking. Uh, this person's distracted. Is that right? The crow man? Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna, sort of watching the swarm of crows. I'm going to... Oh, let's just do this. I'm going to fly down. I'm going to phase through him. I'm going to unphase. <laughs> try and kill the crow man? Um, I'm going uh, to try to kill the crow man per se. I just want to like... Uh, kill the crow man. Murder of crow man? This homie is like popping up left and right, going everywhere, making tornadoes happen. I don't think I'm going to kill the crow man, if I'm being quite honest. Give me a coordination roll. Great. This five plus roll. Here we go. Come on, big money. Nine total. You fly towards the crow man as he senses you coming. Bamf, he disappears. This is the nightmare scenario for me. <laughs> this is atrocious, what is happening right now. Uh... Okay, great. Yeah, I'm not surprised. All right, we fly back up. Um, and uh, Chadrax, and- give me another intellect roll. Okay, ten. I think I think the collective Discord chat's got it, but we'll see. Uh, oh, does the, does the Discord have it? I can't see. Um, but okay. Oh no, no, we're we're oh, oh my friend, <laughs> we're not doing it. Where you can look, dear friend, and. and I- <laughs> And Eileen goes, let's see, uh, okay, okay. If the architect is Sam Velencourt, then the question is what five things make Sam Velencourt exactly like a devil's mouth? Sam, A. See, the first vowel in Sam Velencourt is A. The second is E. The third is I. The fourth is O. And the fifth is U. And a devil's mouth... The first vowel is A. The second is Hold it up e. there. Let us see it. Let us see it. The okay, third like. is I. The fourth is O. And the fifth is U. What did I That's say? That's five things. And bamf, the crow man appears and goes, what five things make the architect exactly like a devil's mouth? Don't tell him. Don't <laughs> give it to him. Don't give him the satisfaction. Let him suffer. This is He's trapped. He hates this. Listen to his voice. That's a buff game. <laughs> or crows, they can't hear us anyways. <laughs> Caca! You deserve the wish. Say it. And Eileen says, A-E-I-O-U! 
And the crowman says, a wish you shall have. And she says, turn them all back into people. And at that moment, <laughs> you all just start changing back into your human forms and just okay. kind of falling down into the creek. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, I think we do need to acknowledge that that was your first guess. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. And, and the Roman this man applauds Eileen and he goes, I love a good riddle. What? Can I him? <laughs> I'd love to hand V on his spell book. Because I picked up the necklace, so I was like up in his stuff, and he was a bird. May I hand him his spell book? Yeah, you give him his spell book. Uh, I just hand it the same way one might like hand someone a weapon. And the crowman looks at you all and says, A fine play. Good luck you shall have when the time is right. And then he whoosh morphs into a crow and flies away. After he's like gone, the place he was standing, Benny's gonna like, she's like, doesn't move for a second. And then where he was standing, she just like out of frustration, like punches the air where it was like three times. It's like, that was stupid. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, uh, greetings. We greet the new humans that are here. We hope oh, you are oh well. And there are a lot of them. There, oh, the, 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 there's, the, There's gotta be 70, 80 people now standing in the creek. And as you are standing there, you hear somebody running, the sloshing of water. And then you hear like, Betty! And you turn around and there is Priya. She like jumps on you and just like hugs you. Oh yeah, I give her, I spin her around. And it's just like, the crow man was real. I was right, I was right, I was right. The whole time, I can't believe it. And I'm glad we did not encounter him when we were kids because that would have been probably worse. And, and um, she turns to Archie and she's like, please tell me you got that all on film. And Archie's just like. I kind of dropped the camera and she's just like, damn it, God damn it, damn it, damn it. If you would all like to hold hands, we can return to some shelter and we can make coffee or tea. And Ulez, you teleport everybody back to the house. Please don't destroy that twister. Yeah. Um, uh, Real quick, can I cast Blast on myself? Blast? That's question one. Yeah, question one of two. Can I cast cast Blast on myself? How so? Blast? Like magic. I mean, it's a power. Yeah, Blast. You You want to give yourself the ability to Blast. I just want to blast. He just wants uh, to have a blast. Okay, oh. yeah, sure, you can. What kind Great. of blast? Uh, like a like I don't know, cosmic or fire or something. Just anything that can chip away at rock. Sure, let's give yourself cosmic cosmic power. Great, um, cosmic. I'll cast it at level two. Level two. Uh, yeah. So it doesn't matter. Big magic, little magic. Yeah, tiny. Phenomenal Here, cosmic power. But all bitty bitty magic six. slot. Great, that's, that's a total of 11 to cast that too. Sam DeLev with the rare pop culture reference. Uh, yeah, that works for you. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna wade through the water over here, uh, go up to that that sign right there, and I'm just gonna quickly put A-E-I-O-U into the rock and just <laughs> turn and be like, I, I hope that saves 
somebody some time. Oh, I could, uh, uh, <laughs> then he will, uh, fire, fire like lava hands, um, mm -hmm. and we'll put like a little dot under all, like A E I O U in his name. <laughs> Just yeah. to like drive it home. <laughs> oh, that's good, 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 good. On the sign, yeah, that we just cleaned up. Like that's burn great. Burn into the metal, so there's like a little scorched divot under each of those letters. That's great. That's great. <laughs> you absolutely do that, um, and then Ulai's teleports you all back to the farm, <laughs> um, and uh, you know you have some tea with Priya, and then Priya and Archie say their goodbyes and head off, um, and uh, what do you want to do now? Uh, how's the farm looking? Yeah, everything like what? Yeah, that how survived? Was, yeah, repairs. what happened? There was a tornado. What happened? Uh -huh. The tornado has disappeared. Okay. There are still some cows milling around the yard. The the window is still broken. Okay. Sinkholes uh, flooding. Bees? The sinkhole in the basement has sort of just turned to dirt. Uh, uh. The bees. Um, Lola is able to put on her beekeeping suit, and uh, while you were having tea, she's able to sort of recapture most of them. Um, and they, wouldn't, uh, they would start... never go home if they weren't under. As long yeah. as the queen didn't get as moved, right? They weren't yeah, under no, magic no. power, so it, you know it's like they they started gathering about where their bee they boxes would, were. Yeah, they would go back home, uh, and she and started can... taking care of that. Uh, um, I I fly up to like the rooftop, and I'm going I, like I'm <laughs> mad. <laughs> I've been a bird for like this entire time. So Vion flies to the top of the rooftop and he's like feeling the anger and then just sits and sighs and thinks about while that was difficult, how fun it was to be a bird and to commune with the other birds and how even though it was technically a setback, it was pretty extraordinary for us to be a ghost bird and a lava, like a magma bird yeah. And a and a like a sort of like mechanical how, how bird. You, yeah, mechanical bird. How do you want yeah. to describe yourself, B? Alien mechanical bird. Alien mechanical bird. And Vion kind of sits there and looks at the surroundings and just takes in the quiet uh of of the countryside and just absorbs that while it wasn't what he wanted to happen, it was better than what he wanted. And that doesn't it doesn't quell the anger it doesn't push it down what it does is it kind of just like takes that energy and shifts it into something else and he's inspired by it and he's interested in it and it makes him happy in fact because despite everything they solved the riddle and then he phases back down into the living room just kind of floats down and uh asks what he can do to help start to repair the window yeah, you do that right about this time. Like I said, Priya and Archie are heading out. Priya, thank you so much for saving her. Big and hugs. I haven't seen yeah. her in probably a few years. Big hugs. Yeah, you you, you promised to catch up. And uh, she and Archie head out. And uh, Lola's like, so I guess you're going to be headed back, uh, back to the future I, now. I guess. We can do that, right? <laughs> Many turns to the like we've you came back here with knowing how to go back, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Wait a year. No invocation of magic. And Eileen uh, goes to you, Benny, and she says, um, I saw on your phone you're going to be coming for a brief visit in May, so uh, yeah. we'll try to get all this damage fixed. It'll be like it never happened. 
And yeah, uh, what does this do with the timeline? Like, we, I'm guessing you can't talk to me about it until next Lowe's year. was like, well, I'm going to add a jewelry making station to the hobby shed, and uh, I'll start working on that bracelet now since I know it actually comes out well. It's, it's I, very good. She holds, she holds up the bracelet. She's like, yeah, it's, it's and pretty good. Eileen says, and I want you to call us once you're safe and sound back in your own time, which I guess will be in a few minutes for you, even yeah. if it's months away for us. Yeah. And, and Lola says, I guess at the very minimum, we know that whatever happens between today and August of 2021, you're going to be all right. A, a lot sure happens. Um, or at least you're going to get a bunch you. of phone calls and weird stuff. I'm okay. You're going to see a lot of stuff on the news. She I'm okay. We know or you're okay because you're here. But now I think anything can happen to this you. So be careful out there, Benny. And she gives you a big hug. And then Eileen kind of hugged on top of that. And yeah. three of you just kind of hugged for a second. Vion, you have the wait, crystal? Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't, I, Benny wasn't here for this request, but I feel like it might have ha happened at some point while we were like hanging out and depressing afterwards. I believe Ulez wants to hold a barn cat or a chicken. Yes, please. Well, as we will say you were able to do that uh, during all tea. Of, all we were hurting yeah. the cows yeah. back in. Hurting the cows, yeah. The and yeah Benny, Benny so scoops fun. up two little, like they're squirmy and they're little. Um, they're they're big enough where they're like not babies anymore, but they're still like awkward gangly size. And she just oh. scoops them both and puts two ca baby kittens what, into your hands. What are their names? Uh, I think all the cats, all the animals on the farm are named after like produce. So it's probably okay. like squash and lettuce, raspberry. Oh yeah, lettuce. Very good. <laughs> squash <and> lettuce. <laughs> squash is like a smooshy kind yes. of baby. Mm -hmm. Like the pale yellow kind of kind of kitty. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, right, well. we greet you. Yes, I just wanted to make sure that happened. Now, <laughs> so we have we have now, Beyond on the roof. Yeah. We have barn cats. Mm -hmm. They're very needy. They love attention and they'll oh. probably try to play with your, your cords. Yeah, they're mm -hmm. like, they're batting at your cords, crawling around on your head and stuff. Um, <laughs> all right, so like let us, oh yeah. It's fine, it's fine. What would you like to say? Oh, um, since we have like the outros from folks, I'd like to say that Cadrax mm -hmm. works on fixing the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the style of Sonnefell's house. The moms, reconstruct would love that. the moms would love that so much. Yes. Yeah, Benny, when you visited here in the May that hasn't happened yet, <laughs> you noticed that the window was of a new design. And your moms just said, you know. Art. Jewelry Art. making. Yeah. And Benny was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense for these two. <laughs> um, yeah. So you definitely remember that. And now you suddenly realize how it got to be that way. <laughs> um, all right. So let us get this wrapped yes. up. Vion, um, you have the crystal? Yeah. Can I? Draw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Screw it. Uh, yeah, I draw the rune, and before we do, I'd like to turn to the moms. Say, by the way, again, what a beautiful house. Thank you for hosting us. Um, also, I, I want to give them one sports tip. I don't know if they place bets, but I want to give them one sports tip. Do you know any sports? I mean, listen, Vion spent that amount of time getting back and being a man about town. So he would be well aware of sports that were going on in the city. 
insight right. check. This is uh, listen, listen. The only reason I keep track of any sports is because when I get into rideshare things, I have to talk to the driver. And so I'm always like, oh yeah, the New York Giants, right? I don't oh do I personally God. emotionally care about the New York Giants? Absolutely not. But it's something that they really care about, and that's how I connect with people is through what they care about. So you pass them a tip about the Port Ruby ogres. Um, Great. Whether or not they will do anything with it remains to be seen. That's but, okay. Um, you draw your rune. Yep. Give me a time control roll. All right. This is eight. Uh, eight plus roll to turn it on. Uh, that's a one nine. <laughs> you draw the rune. Oh no. It starts to glow. It gets brighter and brighter and brighter, and then it flashes so brightly for a moment. All you see is blue, and then bam. When the blue light fades, you find yourself standing in the middle of an arid frontier landscape. (gasps) The sun is directly overhead, and before you are windswept sands, rocky bluffs, cactuses, tumbleweeds. From behind you, you hear the sound of horses, and you turn around. You realize you are standing on the edge of an old western town. Two rows of wooden buildings frame a wide street. There are horses tied up outside some of those buildings, and you can see a few people in clothes that those of you more knowledgeable about Earth can guess are maybe from the 19th century. It looks like a scene out of an old cowboy movie, and about 20 feet ahead of you, a hand-painted wooden sign reads, Welcome to Grave Glen. We'll pick up right there next week. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, sticking with us through the weirdest ass episode of Power Play I can promise you we will ever do. Um, That was a blast, though. Oh, my God. Thank you so much to my cast, to everybody uh, who who helped support the show tonight. Uh, Thank you so much. Wow. This this, this was awesome. Um, Real quick, let's go around the table, tell the good people where they can find you, uh, starting with Caitlin Berger. I'm Caitlin Bruder. You can find me on Twitter at KKAMABR. I see all the things I'm working on, all the things I'm doing. And you can find me on more streams on twitch.tv slash rule of lore, Wednesday night, 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, and I'm going back to my real life farm again for the rest of this week. I'm babysitting the farm. So if you find cool things on the internet, want to tag me in them, please. You can do that at any time. But like, I'm like specifically encouraging it this week because I'm going to be um, probably bored. <laughs> Help entertain Caitlin. Yes. Um, uh, Omar Najam. Hi, everybody. I'm Omar Najam. You can find me at Omar Najam on Twitter. Uh, just a quick reminder on Tuesdays, uh, we've got Villa, uh, Villain's Origin Story one shot, uh, little pros and stuff. Um, next one coming up, I believe, is going to be uh, the character that Gina got to play. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And then on, <laughs> uh, on Saturdays, we have uh, our poetry that goes up in the Discord, so check that out. Liz also is um, is doing is making magic, uh, is a real-life magician. Uh, so uh, playing with all of those wonderful little things, so check that out. Um, uh, and again, a quick reminder, Church of Satan, the worst. Satanic <laughs> Temple, the best. <laughs> Want to triple underline that. Uh, so uh, uh, that's it. Go, take care of yourselves and uh, treat yourself to something a little nice this week. It's, it's stressful out there, so... Uh, yeah, go, yeah, go, yeah, go, go, bird bros. That's my sign off. Uh, Always on the side of the correct Satan, I have been Cadrax Eversinger and your own Sam DeLev. Um, when I am not here being this alien, you can find me 
as a role-playing performance variety streamer throughout the Twitternet, where notably every week I have a science stream that does include within it a continual segment called Corvids Are Awesome. So uh, we have learned in that actually Corvids can understand magic, sleight of hand, enough to be pissed off about it. That and many, many more facts available on my stream. So go check out my schedule. That's on twitch.tv slash delevely, D-E-L-E-V-E-L-Y. And all of my one-offs on Twitter at Tchaikovsky, C-H-A-I-K-O-V-S-K-Y. Befriend your local corpus, my friends. Be Zelda. Yes, I have been your non-binary busy bee. You can find me on Twitter as at B underscore Zelda. I'm a podcaster, streamer, sensitivity consultant, community manager for D&D Adventures League. But really all I do nowadays is play Pokemon Legends. Uh, so if you want to tell me who your favorite shiny is, I would love to hear it. And I am Rick Bud. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at rbud913, or you can follow the show at PowerPlayRPG. I want to throw a big shout out out uh, to the amazing Ravity Domse, uh, who actually came up with the whole legend of the Crowman as part of the Prius Singh character uh, way back in uh, Benny's Origins episode. And I just filed away in the back of my head. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing with that some- something with that someday. Um, and uh, 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 so thank you, Rave, for that. And um, on that, the theater goes dark, and we are in Port Ruby on Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. We are in Fripp Manor uh, in Jonathan Fripp's office, which has been completely reconstructed since the team broke broke Abigail out of the safe way back in Season 3. Uh, Jonathan Fripp himself, played by Scott Bakula, is sitting at his desk smoking a cigarette. He stares ominously at an enormous TV mounted on the opposite wall. The TV is playing f- news footage of Bray Square from August 17th, 2021. And he's watching as a government vehicle rocks violently back and forth, the sounds of a brutal battle emanating from inside of it. The truck shakes and its sides suddenly bulge as voices scream from inside. Finally, Everything goes quiet and a wisp of red smoke filters out. It quickly becomes a cloud and then the red cloud starts to collect, all pulling towards a central spot where it slowly takes on the big shape of a smoky red person with no discernible features. Fripp grabs the remote control, hits pause, rewinds it, watches it again and again and again and again. And then the phone rings and he puts down the remote and he picks up the phone and he goes, yeah. And he listens, says, so it wasn't there. Listens again. Ah, damn it. And he takes a deep breath and a drag off his cigarette and he lets it out slowly. Stress on his face is totally obvious. And he says, okay, then we've got no other choice. Head back. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Without another word, he hangs up the phone, and then he picks up the remote, hits rewind, and then play as he starts to watch the footage again, and we cut to black. Thanks for playing with us. Hey, 
Hey everyone, this is Rick. If you like what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use. Your review helps other fans find the show, which really helps us out too. And if you're looking for other ways to support PowerPlay, follow us on Twitter at PowerPlayRPG for news about merchandise, giveaways, and everything else we do. Thank you.